You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast. Time of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. Tough week for some, great week for others. I'm not going to specify, I'm not going to go into specifics. Uh, joined, as always, by a good friend of mine, donning a baggy cap, courtesy of baggycaps.com.au, official baggy cap of the podcast. The one, it's the only, Edward Aloysius Lloyd Simpson. How are you? I'm good, mate. I feel all right. I've got the baggy green on. Mm. Obviously hand-stitched by the descendants of the Don himself. Yep. It's Merino wool. You can 100%. tell. You can tell. 100% it, Merino wool. The Bradmans uh, had an eye for craftsmanship. Whether it was craftsmanship with a bat, willow, or just hand-stitching baggy green. Yeah. An eye for detail, Tom. Yeah. An eye for the finer things in life. Because yeah. they knew... That that's where the greatness resides yeah. in the finer things. A couple of things quickly. Jelly Shot Kid, where are you with that Vlandy's plaque? That is where a baggy green is earned for you, my friend. Now, you sent us a nice hype video. I don't know if you thought that hype video was going to get you the baggy green. Obviously, it's only, you know, like paid upon receipt of goods, mm. right? Like, mm. this isn't, we're not giving you a baggy green until that's done. We did ask for you to just to at least reach out and give us an update. You haven't done that, Jelly Shot Kid. So, yeah. concerning for you. At this point, you're all Jelly Shot. And no kid. And no kid. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we need to see a kid in a fight here. Yeah. We, we, need, we need to see a kid taking the fight to uni, University of Wollongong campus, yep. doing what's right. For the campus, for the for the town, the proud working town of Wollongong, mm-hmm. the state of New South Wales, mm-hmm. nay the country of Australia. Yep, that's what we need from you, Jelly Shot Kid. Uh, because at the moment, I'm starting to get disappointed. Yep, I don't like to. Mm-hmm. So I've got the green on as a reminder to the punter and the dribbler that these bad boys can be earned. Now, sometimes we'll think of things that we'll just throw out to you, P's and D's. But also equally. Sometimes we just don't have anything on the go, which means you got to go out and earn it. you got to throw things in front of my face, in front of my nostrils. Put them across our desk. Yeah. I will say this off the back of that. We owe, I think, maybe two or three to some punters and dribblers. We do. That is purely down to laziness because I've got them. I just haven't sent them. No, I know you've got them. We're just lazy. Yeah, I'm not apologizing. You've done an unboxing. Exactly. I've done an official unboxing. Uh, you don't apologise, influ- Tom. I'm not apologising. I'm not going to. Good apologize. things come to those who wait. That's it. You know they're there. You've seen them, Uncle Jay, some Maurice Edgel. There may be one more that I'm forgetting right now. Please reach out if that is you. I have got them written down somewhere. There was the Beadman Carol. That's Simon Maurice. And there was there was uh, Uncle Jay and the Plark. Yes, yes. And then there's one more potentially. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> But they're certainly owed, and they are coming. So they don't are. worry about that. Um, but, Eddie, before we sort of get into anything, I will point out, I feel like we've maybe fucked up our lighting here. We have. We have fucked up the lighting. you got to flick have the I bottom one. Have I got to flick one. this one up, and then do we need to turn on the back lighting? Yeah. It's important for us to be backlit. Now, is this what you mean, or do I turn that one on? Turn that one on and turn that one off. Now, obviously, Tom and I look better with a bit of mood lighting. Yes. Always said that. Always said that. I've always been of the opinion that mood lighting can set the mood, Tom. Yes, well, that's what, as as it says on the As advertised. Yes. 
And it does. I mean, it, it sets moods. Can you see just on the camera here, because we are able to see ourselves on camera on screen. Something it flickering. Looks like, it looks like blue flames behind us. I wonder if the camera's picking that up or if that's just a trick of the eye. Look, I don't know. If it is, it does it look good? I don't mind it. I, I don't like, mind I it. I feel like we're performing in are front we of on fire? blue flames yeah, here. Yeah, I don't mind it. Bit of mood lighting, punters and dribblers. Um, Bit of mood lighting. Now we've got that sorted, Eddie. Couple of things, obviously, from the weekend that was or... Things, you know, just non-sporting related tidbits. Things mm. that are getting us going. Yeah. So, look, I had a, a pretty relaxed weekend. I think I needed it. The body needed it. The mind needed it. The soul needed it. Yep. The yarn needed it. Yeah. Because you know if I go too long, Tom, my yarn can dip. Yeah, your yarn can, uh, the sort of quality. Not the quality of yarn. No. The quality of yarn doesn't dip. No, no. Just sort of your yarn reserves. Yarn reserves. They, they diminish, yeah. and then I need to tap into something else which takes part of my soul. Yeah, higher dribblers. power. You never recover from that. No, 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 you don't. I mean, exchanging soul for yarn is... It's a tricky business. It's taxing. And it's only something that we do for, for the punter and the dribbler. You wouldn't get it. No. You wouldn't get it, punters we, we and We don't want credit. We're just saying. We just saying. we trade soul for yarn. <laughs> anyway, so had a pretty quiet one. We had a couple of beers on Friday. But uh, Saturday was supposed to be uh, a, a doggy meet-up with Tonka, young Roddy, right. on the rise. You're a dad now. I forget that. Uh, and he was meeting a bulldog. I th think it was supposed to be English, but it looked Australian. It, or it might have been a hybrid. Were you telling me that this dog was lying about its origin? I think it was. Its ethnicity? I wasn't buying what Walter was selling, Tom. Okay? Sh okay. All now, right. Walter, he rocks up and he's full of life. He's like five months. Tonka's ten weeks. Uh, so he's a bit smaller, Tonka, at the moment, obviously. Yeah. But Walter's got the harness on, right? And Walter's he, he looking toey to me. He's looking like he's he's up and about. Yeah. And so they're sort of walking down the driveway, and I've come out to say good day, and Tonka's followed me. And and Walter's he's not foaming at the mouth. That would be unfair to Walter, but he's certainly pumped up, like excited like, or aggressive, like first schooner at the pub stuff. Okay. Friday yeah. afternoon, you've had a you've had a shit week, and you're ready to rip. That sort of that vibe, sort of right? Vibe. So anyway, they've taken um, Nick and Soap, friends of the show. They've taken uh, they've taken the the lead off just to let them get to know each other. You know, big That's dogs. Do yeah, yeah. And Walter's just bang straight at Tonka, like not biting, but like Rest. at him, just running straight at him. And Tonka, overwhelmed, has like he's darted. He's gone to go into the uh, like this little piece of you wouldn't call it garden, sort of like a little garden by the side of this like alleyway. Goes in there, gets followed. He's like, fuck, got to get out of here. Runs toward the garage, then looks up and the dog's sort of bearing down on him. He's like, fuck, and sort of like gets punched into the uh, garage. And then he's like, i got to get inside. i got to yeah. get back to what I know, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's, he's legged it back inside and has got cornered between the couch and the like two sort of the couch and the futon, right? right? In like the corner of that. Okay. And now he's on his back and his legs are up. He's prone and he's a mess. <laughs> He's in complete mess. He's in tears. Oh, he's, no. in, he's in tears and he shit himself. He shit himself. <laughs> Poor old Tonka. Well, so what happened with this dog? This, this so I walk in and I like pick him up and just, it's fine. The dog's not attacking him. No. He's just, he's just. But this is your first Friday sort of experience of having a parent. Yeah, yeah. He's Friday afternoon schooner stuff. So I've run inside and picked him up and he's a mess. He's crying. He's like, he's distraught. Yeah. And so I'm sort of thinking, Jesus, bro. Like, I get that you're a young pup. I get that. But you've shit yourself. You've shit yourself in your first real opportunity. In your first real opportunity, at yeah. the at the first sign of 
you know, a bit of a... He's what I tell you what Tonka is in this point. Unfortunately for him, he is he's a a kid that's just been monstered by a man child on the footy. Yeah, field. that's exactly what's happened. And his dad's come to watch him play first game. First game, and, and he talked a big game going in the kid. Well, because he's like, look at this dog. He can be anything. This dog, you know what I mean? He's but the dog, the you know, Tonka was telling me. I'm ready to rip and tear. Dad. I'm ready to rip and tear. Give me, give me a shot. Yeah, start me. Start me, Dad. I'm <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And then this, yeah. you know, this this bulldog. Which, and again, this is similar to you know the juniors where he says he's a British British bulldog, but he's probably an Australian one. This is similar to kids lying about their age. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Nine years old. Oh, are you bro? Because you, you look fifteen to me. You brought your family along, and that looks like a daughter, uh, not yeah, a yeah. sister. Yeah, you look. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. So yeah. Tonga's asked for a run, yeah. and he's been, he's got the man child onto yeah. him immediately. Immediately, and it's it's. I'm not going to say it's taken a part of his soul like mine is, given yes. Yana the punter and the dribbler, but I think it rattled him early. And you know, when you shit yourself in front of the old man, you it's, know, it's, it's tough. tough. It's one of those ones where he, look, I'm sure he will recover, but. <laughs> Many haven't from situations <laughs> like that. Just like from a, he might be sort of a yips type operator for the remainder of his days. If he's got a bit of hooker about him, I'll be pretty disappointed. Well, and that's all respect to hooker because he's, he's an Olympic gold medalist. He's one of the great jumpers of the in the nation's history. But I will say this: known more for his yips than, than the gold. By, certainly by you and I. <laughs> well, we're the benchmark. Tom. Exactly. We're the voice of the pun and the yeah. dribbler. So what we say goes. I mean, does one great jump maketh the man? I don't know. Or does, or does half a what career of yips define the man? Or does a well full of yips? So, look, all I'm saying is, you know, his first outing, his first, his first run, his maiden, Tom, yeah. didn't go, didn't go didn't off go to plan. As, we, as we may have hoped. But I'm putting it down to just a bit green behind the ears. Yeah. Wet behind the ears. Bit wet behind the ears, bit green. Yes. Thank you. But that is what it is. So Tonka back to the drawing board. Tonka back to the drawing board. We'll regroup. We'll re, you know, maybe find him another dog. I think we go smaller. Yeah, I think we, we go, go smaller, smaller dog, or yeah. maybe like one of those, like a more placid dog. But now that we're, or you go super old, the super old dog that like is almost on death's door. Do I say? Yeah. And it's like he's seen a lot of young pups in his time. He's just gonna mm. let this thing sort of annoy him a little. That's bit. it. Look, if you've got an old dog. Right, who's knocking on death's door? Yeah. Like you, know, preferably I mean, on the way out. Yeah, a couple of weeks sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's an old golden retriever and his hips have gone and so he can't, can't walk actually, anymore. Can't change direction real quick. Like what happened to my old dog Max? May rest in peace. But right, if you've nice. got that sort of dog going on, one that can't is no longer mobile. Yeah, and you wanna you wanna let Tonka. You know, regain his. Well, it's all about you know his alpha like, quality. It's like mentorship. Yes. Find him an old dog to mentor. Yeah. Him. Pathways programs. Yeah, pathways programs. But again, lacking mobility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gentle to the touch. Gentle, gentle soul. Gentle to the touch. Lacking mobility. Seen some good years. Yeah, because we need to get this dog back into the fight. Yeah, yeah. Seen a couple of scraps as well <laughs> yeah. would help. Well, if we could pass on knowledge around the art of the scrap, yeah. Tom. Yeah, the art of the the park scrap. <laughs> the art of the park scrap. The dog park scrap. Yeah, the dog park Where all scrap. the great scraps go yeah, down. Absolutely. But if you've got a dog that has a bit of uh, experience in that mm. uh, in that realm. Slash also dying, then that would be that would be really nice. Reach out, reach, reach out, out uh, to Tonka's personal Gmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonka at gmail.com. <laughs> Tonka uh, does have a personal Instagram now. He does. Now, does it overseen by me? 
Do you have any no. access to that Instagram? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, because I have noticed Tonka commenting on some of our posts. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Tonka getting around on, on the gram. I'm like, holy shit, Tonka is active on the social. Look, I didn't we see... Could almost, we might have to get Tonka to manage our social accounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doing he's, a pretty good job. He's fucking active. He's more active than I am on ours, so, put it that way. Yeah, he is. He's more active. So, I mean, maybe we get Tonka in to oversee or at least just get some advice from him. But to that man child who, you know, who, who bested him on this occasion, mm. you know, it, it'll only last for a, for a little while longer. Yes. Now, for those of you asking, it seems that coronavirus looking like it's back from holidays. In, it's certainly back from holidays in Victoria. Looks like it's, it's called and said, I'll be home from holidays soon, New South Wales. It's, well, ready. I think it's, it's called in. It's called ahead. It's called ahead to let us know that it's going to be coming back from holidays. Now, obviously, up in the great state of New South Wales, we like to beat our chests and, you know, talk ourselves up. Yes. But Corona are a different beast. Likes to ignore the pumping of the chest. Yeah, it doesn't really care for Where, Which has always usually, historically speaking, been a great, you know, sort of... Like, how do you scare off a bear? Pump yeah. your chest. Yeah, yeah. How do you pump scare off snakes? Yeah. Pump your chest. Yeah, yeah. Your there's a word that I'm looking for that I can't quite grasp. No. But the beating of the chest yeah, fends off enemies. Yes, exactly. But Wards not Corona. Off, Wards uh, attackers. Off. That's right. Not the, not Corona. Doesn't no. like the beating of the chest. Corona, so... corona is like, is it's like that uh, in like a Western movie where it's like, oh, that old like out law's been spotted around town a little bit and you're like is he back mm. is he not back mm. what's going on it's like oh yeah corona's been spotted in Kazula, mm. or it's been spotted in like Bar or cronulla i'm assuming cronulla you know good breeding ground for coronavirus oh, yeah. been spotted around there you're like oh shit coronavirus been spotted at the casino now we're like fuck he's playing the he's playing the tables yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what's going on and yeah. then before you know it he's everywhere Corona's everywhere. Yeah. And yes, I have gendered Corona punters dribblers. Corona is a man. I don't know if that's going to upset some of you and alienate others. I apologize if it does, but in this instance, Corona a man. <laughs> and he's back in town. Or at least he's called ahead. He's called ahead and he's on his way. Now, what does that mean for rugby league? I put all my faith, Tom, in St. Peter Valenti. Surely he's planned for this. He's gone, look, first thing I'm going to get the game back, then I'm going to get crowds back, and then I'm going to have up my sleeve... You know, a bit of a, like, if it comes back, what do I do? Well, I would have thought, Tom, given that he's all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful... Omnipotent. ...that his dossier, mm. the one presented to government bodies, both international and domestic, Tom... As well as, uh, sort of, as deities... Yes. ...such as his grandfather and his father. Well, I think what I'm saying is because he's omnipotent... Yeah. ...the dossier would reflect his omnipotence... Yes, okay, in, in its contents. In its contents. And I would have thought in that dossier, mm -hmm. Tom, that there would be a plan that spoke to what happens when Corona comes back, comes a knocking. Comes a knocking to town. Uh, and look, I mean, maybe that's just to have everyone over to his house. Who knows? Get 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 his miso and his mum and his family to sort of all pitch in. Mm. I'm on dinners. Mm. You know, you, you bunk, everyone's bunking in one room, one wing of the house. We'll have the Panthers, the other wing of the house. Yeah. You know. Well, it's that big, Tom. Exactly. He could, he come in, he can fit everyone in. But I, he's a man with a plan, and I trust him wholeheartedly to oversee us through what looks like Corona 2.0. 2.0. Now, I, you might be asking, well, fuck, Corona's come back to town, come back from holidays. I'll tell you who still isn't back from holidays, D or Dave. No, he's not. 
Now, we basically glossed over his uh, existence, existence last, last podcast, podcast, which I think was unfair because Dior Dave's he's done pretty well. No, he's an essential part of the team now. He's, a, he's, an, he's an integral part of the cog of the machine that is the Hello Sport podcast. Uh, but if he's away for another week, Tom, <laughs> I'll give you the hot tip. I can, we'll switch the cogs. Oh, the cogs will be switched. And, and we'll be needing another intern because we will have shot another. Yeah. We will now, that's shot. not a warning. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. I don't, we don't do warnings. We no, do, no, no. We we do statements do. of fact. And then we shoot. And that's... <laughs> facts first, shoot and second. Yeah. In that order. But it was a big weekend of sport, Tom. Well, I've actually just got one more thing to, uh, to tell you about my weekend, which is... I'm terribly rude of me. No, that's okay. That's all right. And look, obviously, I, I like the opportunity to share as well. You know, like it's... You know, it's you know, equal parts of you and me and you know i know that you just shared some shit and i just thought like it'd be cool if i could share some shit from my weekend but um obviously you want to move on but unfortunately <laughs> i'm putting my foot down because you know there are some dads out there shout out to the dads i know you're a dad of a dog but i don't know that dogs necessarily having the same well maybe tonk will do this i don't know but evie on the weekend shout out to evie official baby of the podcast a fish uh Maybe the cutest baby who've ever lived. I think she certainly got She's right that, up there. She's got that sewn up. She's got that title sewn up, punish dribblers. Uh, but she was coughing on Saturday. And I'm like, ah. Oh, First cough? Yeah, like, well, like, she'll cough if she chokes on booby milk. But, you know, like, <laughs> cough, cough. We're like, what the hell are you seeing? What's going on here? Just, and she's just like, coughing. <clears throat> and it was like these short bursts of like, <clears throat> <clears throat> and like these little things I'm going. And then she was a bit out of sorts, right? So I was like, fuck, she's sick. Right, she hasn't been sick, so like, and obviously they get sick. It's all good. Even COVID times, a little bit more hairy, but it was just like, oh fuck, I think she's sick. But she seemed okay. Had my old man around, my sister and my brother, and the day's progressing fine. She's just normal. But then every once in a while, she's going like, <coughs> we're like, Jesus Christ! And Steph's sort of wigging, like, you know, should we get a doctor around or take her to a doctor or something? But I'm like, she seems fine though. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but she seems all right. It was about three in the arvo. She's been doing this. Inter- like, and when she'll go to sleep, right? No cough. Like when she's, you know, if you're, if you're sick. You cough, cough through the, yeah. You cough no matter what, Oh, shit, right? yeah. yeah. So she'll get down to sleep. She doesn't cough at all. Mm. Um, so you're thinking she's maybe, what, the old wool pull? She's, she's wool pulling. So Steph Googles and it's like around five and a half, six months. They start, they like are becoming more attuned to the ways of the world. And they like notice that that sort of behavior gets reactions and gets people paying attention to them. So she's been manipulating us all fucking day with fake coughs. Oh my God. And we were like, what, when, when she's no longer the center of attention, is she, she throwing she's in coughs? She's throwing in these fake coughs. And I was like, as, oh my God. As, as Steph's reading out this, like, you know, Google fucking explanation, it was like, oh, this is exactly what you are doing. And we've all just turned and looked at her. She's on my sister's lap. We're like, Evie, are you serious? She just starts going, ah, 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 ah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Hilarious. That is so Isn't that incredible? Dastardly. Isn't that incredible that at six months almost, six months old, she's going the wool pool. They're like man, that, that's how early we become manipulative. Like, oh yeah, this this will get them fucking going. <laughs> oh my god. 
What a sicker. Wow. What a sicker. I like that, Yeah, though. I like it as well. Bit of killer in her. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm prepared to do the dirty work. Yeah, that's it. That's right. I mean, as long as you're getting me the attention I need. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll go low. I'll, I'll go low. I'll go as low as you need <laughs> me to go. Mate. to the bottom here. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then I was, I, was, uh, I was going for a walk. Um, me and Evie, shout out again to Evie, official manipulative baby of the podcast. Yeah. But I was just going for a walk in Bondi. Uh, one of my early morning dad walks, you see your dad around, you say day, you know, and there's this one guy that I know. Is this the one that you said hello to in the coffee shop now? Yeah, yeah, and he wanted me to go and have like a dad's yes. drinks and, you know, I'm not saying no, I'm just saying it's a bit of a fucking... Or it was a dad Zoom. So no, it was, a yeah, it was even worse. Yeah, yeah, it was a dad Zoom. Anyway, I caught him on the on the walk and just sort of said day, and I was like, yeah, she's been doing this like fake cough thing. Is your... And his kid's a little bit older. I was like, this fake cough thing. He's like, yeah, dude, fake coughing. I was like, oh, thank God, it is real. But also like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, they fake cough. Don't worry. And I'm like... Okay. Oh, so it's quite common. But they, they, they do it. I don't... But the thing is, I was like, if it's quite common, why the fuck haven't I heard about it? It's six months. Don't worry if they're just fake coughing. Like, yeah, that seems like it would be more of a thing. Yeah. But now, listen, touch wood that it is a fake cough. <laughs> <laughs> she's complaining. Oh no, yeah, she's faking it. Nah, she's fucking faking it. Um, Girl yeah. cried wolf, as it were. Exactly. So serious wool pulls from Evie Rose. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's I mean, but you know, also adorable. Also adorable. Anything like the old man capable of it. Yeah, love it. Um, so that was all. I just want to share that. No, I like that. Is that cool? No, I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. I was a bit worried when you were like, yeah, look, I want the floor. Yeah. Because sometimes you, if you take the floor, the pressure's on, right? Well, the yeah. pressure's always on when you take the floor, Tom. Yeah. When you take the floor, that pressure is always on. Yeah. So luckily for me, that taking of the floor seemed to mm. yield some sort of positive. Well, you know what? You stood up and you delivered. And I can't say the same for other people I know. Yeah. Other people in my, not my immediate circle, but people in my wheelhouse. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Rugby league players. Rugby league players who sort of have to step up and they don't. Some people don't. Yeah. Some people aren't made of the right stuff. No. Some people are, some people some aren't. Some people aren't. Look, it's, you know what, I'm not here to name names, but it's... Yeah, I'm not going to point fingers. No. But there's people that don't step up and, and there's people that do. And there are results that come off the back of someone not stepping up. There are. There's, but there's ramifications. There's ramifications. And there's emotion. Yeah. And it needs to be talked about. It does. It needs to be waded through. Yes. Because otherwise we're all at sea. So should we get into a bit of sport? I think so. Eddie, look, obviously we're going to get to particular games and results and everything from from the weekend but i just have to i'm going to start with this one just because it just was breaking um as i looked at my phone now penrith shellacked the uh sharks mm -hmm. on saturday arvo correct pumped them yeah and charlie staines uh the young penrith debutant mm. got Four tries on debut. Yeah, had all his boys in the crowd in the corner. Love that. Yipping and Yahoo, and it was it was fantastic. Boys were up and about. Boys were up and about. Love that. Um, but Charlie's just been stood down. What's uh, he done? He's breached coronavirus protocols post game. Got so, on the source. Well, you're allowed to get on the source, but he's he had ten people around to his house, which are not allowed. Which is like your mum and his mates. And what can parents. they have? I don't know, but. As I'm reading it here, punters, dribblers, and forgive me for reading, um, Penrith teenager Charlie Staines, who scored four tries in his NRL debut game on Saturday, has been stood down after breaching the coronavirus protocol. So far, so good from that read, I would say. What do you think? I'm really impressed. You've been working out on that, haven't I you? I think I might have, dude. Mm. Bit of, uh, not mathletes, but whatever the equivalent is. Read leaps. Read leaps. Read leaps. Read 
No, can't. Doesn't work. Don't know. Um, the Panthers announced on Monday the 19-year-old hosted 10 people at his residence on Saturday night, hours after his sensational debut against Cronulla. Wow. Uh, the visitors included his parents, his sister, the parents of his partner, and four friends. Current NRL biosecurity protocols stipulate players can host up to 10 visitors at their place of residence each day. However, those visitors must attend in groups of no more than five. So two groups of five. You can't have one group of 10. So you, can you have two groups of five at different times? Different times, I think. That confused me a little bit. There, That's so. pretty weird. Could you have one group out the front and one group out the back? Separate separate areas of the house. Like, you know, we yeah, know yeah. if you go to a gathering, there yeah. are separate groups. Not often is there one big group. Well, all the missos usually that's gather right. in one part that's of the house. Right. And then all the boys and the men, sit out the that's back exactly and right. work on their golf swings. Yeah, yeah, and spin old yarns. Yes. That sort of thing. Is that acceptable? The plot thickens. Okay. Staines then also had to go to hospital at 2.30 a.m. as he suffered lockjaw, which the club says he has battled previously. Lockjaw? Yeah. What? What is lockjaw? Well, where your jaw's locked. Yeah, I know, but I've never heard of anyone suffering from lockjaw. I've only heard of like... Except dogs. Yeah, pit bulls, staffies. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got lockjaw and he's not letting go. He's not letting go and you've got to stick a hose up the bum. Did they try sticking a hose up his bum? Seriously, that's the first thing I would have done. First thing. I would have taken him to the hospital and get. I would have been like, get the, get the gurney out <laughs> it's just and, let's, and let work this bloke's butthole. <laughs> that's the only way I'd get rid of lockjaw on the dogs. Or a tap on the nose. Yes, I thought exactly. that worked. Get the newspaper, belt him over the face. A good belting over the schnoz. They actually say you shouldn't do over the schnoz, Eddie, just as a bit of uh, RSPCA. Well, look, Tom, this is second. It's, it's, but, it's butthole first, schnoz butthole second. Butthole first. <laughs> but I'm thinking, look, if I'm the parent of, of Staines, he's had yeah. four tries, he's, he's gone massive. He, yeah. he was going to be in everyone's super coach this team this week. Yeah. No longer. No, not anymore. He's having a great time. He's got lockjaw. Don't know what caused it, but he's got it, right? He's got it. If I'm the parent of him or his mate, I'm going, we can't take him to the hospital at 2.30 in the morning. Alarm bells. Mate. Yeah, exactly. Get the gurney out and if not, work the schnoz. Yeah. I mean, or, that's... I mean, someone with a powerful blow and just get a mouth full of water maybe. What's he locked the jaw over? Anything in particular? Like, like, I don't think so. They sort of... The story just... I've, I've, I've got to tell you, I've never, I've never heard of, of someone getting locked or a human being. That no, is. I've never heard of a human being getting locked or either. Maybe he's got some pooch in him. Might have a bit of pooch in him. Stainsy. I, I don't, don't know. know. They don't give any uh, explanation as to how one is to get... This is what fucking Dior Dave Dior Dave, you mother... What are you doing, mate? What have you done to us? I'm going to have to do it. Eddie's going to have to look up how you get locked jaw in humans. That's what I'll look up. Tetanus. 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 What? Now he Tetanus is a serious bacterial infection that affects the nervous system and causes muscles throughout the body to tighten. It's also called lockjaw because the infection often causes muscle contractions in the jaw and neck. Let me read he that. He hasn't got tetanus. Well, fuck. I mean... I mean, they're saying it's something that happens all the time or that he's got a history of. How do you fix lockjaw? Applying a warm warm compress by using a hot water bag or hot towel several times a day so that it loosens the lockjaw muscles. 
So it must just lock. So his jaw's still locked now? And he can't open it? That seems like a real pain in the ass or a bit of a wall pull. Maybe it's a wall pull. I don't know. I'm not in a position to say. I would, I'd like to think that uh, you know he really has got locked jaw and they just maybe didn't have a hose. I think so. I think that's what we just say. He didn't have a gurney. He's probably yeah. just moved in the house. He's just got the contract. He didn't, have, he didn't have time to bring over the gurney. I don't know. I'm going to go with benefit of the doubt here. Yep. And say that, you know, on a better day, we don't know about any of this. Any of this. Is that how we got done? By going to the... I'd, on a better day, the biggest problem that that household, the Stain family had, was cleaning their gurney. <laughs> is what I would say on a, in an ideal world. Yeah. Well, shout out to him. That's disappointing. That is disappointing. Still four tries. He is fast as fuck. Yeah. I, I was trying not to swear then. No, I know you were. But, I but well, such is the... What other word would have done it? There, I don't know if there is one. Fast as what? I know there's a lot of people out there that may say that we swear too much. But in that instance, that was... what other word would have done? I'd like to hear it. If you've got an alternative, send it in. Speak up. Speak, because I can't hear you. You're awfully no. quiet. Yeah. Now, good on him. Stains you for the win. Yeah. What else took your eye? I um, I, I, I You asked to... me the question and okay. then you just started speaking. No, I want to hear now, but I'm just, you know. No, no, you go. No, no, I want you to. The Broncos. Got to win. They got to win. Now, it wasn't so much the win, but the manner in which the win was achieved. Well, listen, firstly, well done. It's been tough. Seven or eight weeks. No, good on the players. But they, they, it was the Bulldogs, and they still looked like shit. If it was any other team, they'd lose that game. Look, you know, Dean Pay and the Bulldogs. Dubbo stru- Dean. Dubbo Dean struggling. Dubbo Dean struggling. Yeah, no, one's, no one's trying to come up with excuses being like, this is the most red-hot squad in the history of the game and that they should be winning football matches. No. no one's saying that. No. Everyone's looking at that roster going, good Lord. Yeah. Nothing's going to help them, unfortunately. Now, the Broncos needed a W because their roster is a lot better than the Dogs. Yes. But what took my eye, Tom, and what's it's something I've been wanting to talk about with you ever since I heard it last week. Alex Glenn said in a press conference, I think it was Wednesday, <laughs> Dior last week, that Seabold, in all his wisdom, mm. had oh, ha- sorry, carry on. of Broncos head coach fame, yes. had handed over the reins uh, to the players in terms of game plan for the week and how they would train. So basically what he said is, I can't coach at all and you guys are going to have to do You're it. You're going to have to do it for me because otherwise I'm going to get sacked. Which I was looking at, I was like, this is fraught with danger. Either they win, which they have, and it makes you look... Uh, Bush League, which is where we've told you you should be coaching. Mm. And that's with all due respect. Yes. There's a lot of great clubs and a lot of great honour and pride to be had in Bush footy. Absolutely there is. But I think that's probably where you're best suited. Yes. Or they don't win and then the people are like, why did you, you, let, why did you let the players decide? Isn't that a coach's coach? Job? You're the coach. So, um, Sebes, I hope I can call you that. Sebes came out in the post-match press conference and... A couple of times, I listened to it because I'm a sucker for punishment. I don't know why I did. It was like 12 minutes long. But he mentioned a few times in that, because the, the, obviously the, the journos are like, so why'd you just let it, did you just let them fucking do whatever they wanted? He says that he, he's got a couple of days of training a week that are non-negotiables. That's his bread and butter as a coach. They're his days that they have to do, and he's got the plans, and that's what it is. But he let them take a little bit of control around the recovery days, the active recovery. They said they wanted to go off-site 
for you know a mental health day to like do something at a golf course and to have the whole squad together because you know if you're not playing top flight footy if you're just like in the sort of queensland cup portion of their squad mm. you're not playing any footy so you're just sort of alienated from the group and siege is like i've been wanting these guys to take some ownership the leadership group for a long time and now they're finally doing it <laughs> that's not what i heard no, i heard that's not what your captain said no no that's not what your skipper said the skipper said that you handed over control of training in its entirety and the game plan to the players and that they hadn't trained better that's not something you say when you go for a golf day or you, oh, I didn't, I've never warmed down like that. I've never recovered like that. That swim was the best swim I've ever had. No, that's not the language you use. No. The I've never trained better, the boys never trained better rhetoric, that's around captain's run stuff. Yeah. That's, that's pointy end of the training stick. Yes. Sort of rhetoric, mate. Tip of the spear. Yes. Not fucking, I warmed down terrifically today. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. Don't try and rewrite history now, brother. No, no. Not after a W. Bit late for that one, Seebs. If you did trust your players to come up with the game plan and train appropriately and sort of, you know, recalibrate what has happened, then just go, yeah, that's what happened. I'd run out of ideas. They recalibrated. Now I'll try and come back in. Now I'll try and steal those ideas off them and... (laughs) Yeah. Coach the rest of the season. Was I sitting there with a with a with a pen and pencil taking down notes, watching you know Alex and the boys run the session? Sure as shit, I was. You best believe. I'm trying to be here for another five years. I'm trying to extend my tenure. So yeah, I'm going to take notes off, you know, my team, my mentors, essentially. He's essentially being coached by his players. Yeah, which is nice. I think it's, it's nice. a nice role reversal. Nice role. Well, yeah, I mean, look, you could argue there should be more than rugby league. And maybe we get him back out there to play. <laughs> um. Yeah, so look, that was strange, but they did get a win, Eddie. Now, Dubbo Dean, mm. you know, that poor bastard who looks like, I don't know if he has necessarily aged in the job. Dubbo Dean looked old when he got in there, but like he just looks like a man that's been a bit beaten down by how scat his squad is. I think that if, you know... Appa- well, apparently he's getting wrist for for Trent Barrett. That's the yarn. For Trent. Trent. So Trent's going to be, uh, the, the Bulldogs will be announcing soon that Dubbo Dean's being given a metaphorical bullet sent back to Dubbo under the trundle bed. Dean, lo- Dean looks like someone's put bars of soap into pillowcases and beat him within an inch of his life. <clears throat> he just looks he looks broken to me. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying about Dubbo Dean. It's tough. You know, like there's bruises underneath his clothing that you can't yeah, see. Yeah, and those bruises are poor uh, the result of poor performing. His poor performance. Just losses. Yeah, losses. Losses sting like soap in a in a pillowcase. <laughs> pillowcase. Because I mean, listen. Now we're not technically coaches of the Bulldogs or of the Manly Seagulls, but we're fans. I tell you what, I feel like I've been beaten with pla- with fucking pillowcases <laughs> full of soap. Yeah. That's what my body feels like. Yeah, that was Sunday. That was Sunday, six thirty to eight thirty yeah. for me. Oh yeah, you're getting ready for the. Well, you're getting ready to go to bed and then you know start the next week fresh. Oh, well, just let me quickly fill up this sleeping bag full of soap mm. and beat you to sh- half to death with it. I looked at our time slot on f- probably Friday afternoon and I thought to myself, "Ooh, six thirty. Now that could make or break my week." Four o'clock, there's some about the four o'clock where you can sort of push it to the side. You might have a feed. You've got half an hour to the next game and you can sort of wash your sins away a little yeah, bit in the 4pm yeah, yeah. game, yeah. I think. Yeah. 
But the 6.30 to 8.30 is brutal on the psyche. It, it really is. Because you're in bed if you if you're, you know, sort of being responsible just about your general sleeping habits, Eddie, if you've got to get up at your sort of six or sevens in the morning on a Monday. That 6.30 game finishes at 8.30, and then it's basically you got a little bit of time for a shit and a shower. You've got very little. You've got very little. just laying awake with it just play, running through your mind. Very little wind-down time, Tom. Should very we little. put that into the in goal rather than going ourselves? And I'm using our because I feel like we all experience it together as well, manly that's... fans. Should we have run ourselves from dummy half there or should we have put it into the end goal? Ah. Should I have, should I have put that super wild hit on um, to Fua yeah. here? Should I have got sent off? Yeah. Did that help? Cherry Evans, should I have left my hands at home when I went to Jubilee? Like, Listen, was... now, now, and look, this is and we, where obviously Cherry's a, a dear friend of the podcast. He left his hands at home. Cherry knows he did. He knows he we left his hands at home. We spoke to him this morning. We were like, Cheza. We texted him and he's like, boys, he had to send voicemails back. He's like, boys, that was, that I can't. He replied with audio messages. Yeah, I can't, I can't text back. I left my hands at home, haven't been back yet. Yeah, I've been looking for him. I've been looking for him. I realised that was not my best performance. Yeah. But we acknowledge, I mean, I knew it. As soon as he touched the footy, I'm like, he's left his hands. The, the guy's playing Someone's with stumps. It. Yeah, he's playing with stumps. Steve Smith bastard. style. Yes. I mean, Smudge, where he, Smudge was, you know, he had the Don inside of him, so he could get through it. But, yes. I mean, for, for your average human being, and Derek, Cherry Evans is an average, but for even elite footballers, playing yeah. with stumps, Tom, not easy. It's hard, especially in slippery conditions. Very slippery. It was dewy, the 6.30 game. There was a bit of water around, a bit of rain. Yeah, yeah. Stormy, tough conditions for stumps. Ball handling. I feel like it, you could almost go so far as to say that most, a lot of the club, a lot of the team may have been playing handless. Look, I don't know who's in charge of hands in that in the organisation. Yeah. I mean, we'd have to look into that. But someone's is it a kit man is a hands considered kit to someone. I like, think so. They'd be the part gear of the kit. steward. Yeah, they'd Boys, be part you of the... your hands. Well, I mean, look. If uh, let's go with the the thought that they are part of the kit. Yeah. The kit needs to be prepped, right? Yeah. Washed, dried, like warmed up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Game ready. Yeah. It needs to be game ready. Yeah, they just weren't. And, I, and if I'm jumping on the bus, I'm throwing my hands into the kit bag going, get these ready for the for the game. Yeah, quickly. get Warm up my hands for me. Yeah, because something's gone wrong. They missed uh, They missed AFB. Oh, my God. The, missed him? The post-contact Mate. meter man, Adam. King of the PCM. Yeah. That was a tough... That's the thing I've always said about rugby league, Tom. If you don't have PCMs on the board, it's hard to win football games. Yeah. And you couple that with a bit of dew, hard for stumps. Stumps don't stumps. do well in the wet. No. We've left our hands at home. Our, our spine's broken. Spine's broken. Still, he hasn't been fixed since last week. No. We're still missing Tommy. We're still missing Dylan. And Manasi. I mean, he's until proven guilty. He is, but he's not playing football, Tom. So we've got a broken back. We're playing with stumps. It's wet. We've got no PCMs on the we board. We let go of Appy Corusau because of Manasse. Manasse now, obviously, before the courts, but we don't get a world-class hooker on the field. Mm. And people might say, listen, you pricks are full of excuses. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what we yeah, are. I'm sorry we got him. Sorry, oh, we got so, oh, sorry, we've got excuses. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? That's it's an excuse. It gets that's the fucking point of it. If we were full strength and we had PCMs on the board and we didn't forget our hands and our spine wasn't broken and we lost thirty four to four, I'd be on this podcast with my hand on my heart, you know, apologising on behalf no of the club. No excuse. I'm my hand up. I'd have my hand up. I'm man enough to ex- yeah. to admit that. 
But, but I'm also him. man enough to admit when I do have excuses. <laughs> yeah. It takes a man it to admit when he has excuses. Because excuse. some people go, that, there's no honour in excuses. I'd say, actually, there's there's no honour in blo- just lying to the people. No. We know when you're lying. We're not here to lie to you. We've obviously got excuses. That's not going to sit well with, obviously, the entire rugby league world who <laughs> listens and follows us and, and feels like they bear down on us when Manly lose. And that's fine. That's our cross to bear. We've got broad shoulders. As a well, podcast, mate, look, as what, a, what, we're, not, we're not allowed to, to, to air grievances. Yeah. The, the West Tigers, for the last two weeks, have gone on this, oh, my ex, you know, yeah, my ran, away with, like, ran away with another she club. She broke my heart. And that rhetoric does not stop. Like, Watto, who's in a Facebook group with us, yeah. he's still rolling out that tired old yarn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Talk about excuses. You've all got them, punters and dribblers. Everyone's you use them endlessly. The excuses. What ours was th- just a more legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Ours are real. Yeah. Yours are imagined. Exactly. Oh, we got a new coach. He's one You know what? Our excuses directly relate to on-field performance. Yeah. Because the players are the ones affected and the players are the ones that play. Yeah. And, and that's what's tapped happened. into the players. We are, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're invited into the shed soon. Look, I'm, look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Happy to do whatever the team needs. We'll run waters. If we want to, if you want maybe us to look get, after the kit bag next week, yeah, we'll look happy after to do the it. hands. I'll, we'll my, get in there and massage hands individually. Not a problem. Finger by finger. Not a problem. Mate, ask my missus. I'm great at, mas- at massages. Great. There you go. I'm best in best on ground. Best, in, best on ground. See, I'm not great with massages, but I imagine hand massages. I'm probably going to come into my own. If you're throwing out deli M points for, for massages at home, DIY massages, yeah. mate, I'm, I'm three points every week. Really? All right? okay. That sort of operator. Yeah. Right. So if the boys need a, you need do anything massage, I'll massage anything. anything. Quite frankly, for points, yeah. for two points, <laughs> I'll massage anything, anything you want. That's my offer to you, the club. I'm happy to do it. There's no shame in it. <laughs> Two points on massage anything. Because <laughs> God knows we need them. Oh, fuck, we need some points, dude. <laughs> Three losses on the trot. I know. It's tough. It's real tough. But that's rugby league. That's rugby league. That's the way it goes. That's the game. But on this podcast, we look for solutions. Yeah. We open with facts and figures, and now we look for solutions. <laughs> on the solution side of things, I'm not... I'm not as filled with them as I was with excuses. <laughs> I said we look for them. I didn't say we'd find no, no, them. No, no, we're still looking for those solutions, but we are. Rest assured, Manly fans, we are looking for solutions. We're solutions. We're going to have best on it. Yeah. I will say this, speaking of solutions. Just I was I was consulting the NRL ladder Eddie because mm. Well uh, that's what you do. That's what you do, right? <laughs> when you're a fucking complete dribbler. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, study it. Yeah, you study it. And I mean I was I was buoyed somewhat by what I found. Mm. So you got some numbers for me? Well, I just got some numbers to sort of throw at you to play around with. And see, see how it makes you feel. So okay. obviously, we're sitting in tenth on eight points, right? Yeah, yeah. A win last night would have probably seen us go up to seventh or sixth. I think it's fair to say at this stage, with the Eels, Panthers, Storm, and Roosters on 16, 15, 14, and twelve, respectively. That's starting to look like a four. That's starting to look like a top four, right? That you can sort of set your watch to a little bit. Below that, you've got the Knights, who we should have beaten. The Rabbitohs, who we know aren't going to win anything this year. Awful. Raiders, who unfortunately, after Hodjo went down, season over, put a line through them. 
I think you put a line through them. But and when you we'll go into their injuries in a second, then it's Tigers who are a lull of a club, right? Like they're a lull. They're tries, great tries, great tries, a lot of great trying energy, a yeah. lot of lot of really honest, hardworking trying. tries, really hardworking, honest trying, and then the Sharks. Yeah, we lost to them, but like. Mate. Team of, and it was off the back of a tough loss. They're the Broncos in New South Wales. They are. They're no good. They've got a team of good players, not a good, but not. A, lo- well, we've been over it. They've lost their soul, yeah. their identity. Yeah. They're just, they're just a bits and bobs part side. That's you know what it. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Bits yeah. and bobs stuff. Patchwork quilt. Patchwork quilt. Good, good patchwork. And really good patchwork. Individual patches. Love the patches, but the quilt's coming apart at the seams. Yeah. Because they lost the culture, the identity. Yeah. And now, also, it seems to be the hub of coronavirus 2.0 in the. So if you, the I mean. So Please just, continue. So that's the Sharks are on nine. Then it's Manly. Everything below Manly is obviously, again, yeah, we lost to the Dragons, but it's Dragons, Cowboys, Warriors, Broncos, Titans, Dogs, right? So I, there's nothing about that that even fucking gives me What, any, scares you? Yeah, no, nothing. None of it. If you saw that under your bed, wouldn't be scared of it. Tonker would take that on. Tonker would fucking rip those clubs <laughs> apart. Exactly. That's right. Um, what I'm saying is, Eddie, once we get our hands back and our spine fused yes then you look at basically let's say the teams who are most likely to win the comp or like the the most threatening it's got to be roosters and storm right been there done that been there done it experience for days yeah but they've got premiership winning stuff yes that's what i like to call it so out of that side a full strength manly are probably the only other team in the competition that can go with those two sides so by the end of the season these other beaters ahead of us are obviously raiders gone tigers nah south not gonna win anything cronulla no no knights look knights are doing well this is like you know this is a kid having a breakout year and then they're going to come back to the pack next year and they'll just you know I, i look i think we can all agree and I say with this, with all due respect, that the Knights are your sort of your eternal sixth, seventh. You yeah. know what I mean? They'll be thereabouts, and people like to look at them and watch some of the games. And Caelan Pong, Pong is, is fun, there. but I mean they're not. Yeah, they're not a premiership club. Not yet. Not since Joey left. No. And look, maybe they'll get back to that spot. And I'm happy to. We like them. They're jam toast. Love them. But just not, not. Not yet. Not yet. Just a bit early. So once, basically what I'm getting at, and I'm pretty sure this has been quite a really clear and succinct little explanation. Perfect. Mate, I'm right there with you. You're right there. I haven't missed a beat. So we're basically, I'm still pretty confident we win the comp. (laughs) (laughs) Off the back of what you've just told me, (laughs) off the back of that... I look at us getting into the into the top eight. That's all you need in rugby league. Yeah, you need the top eight. I think we set our sights on October, the we new waltz September. We into the top eight. We waltz in, but we look, we look, we look fifthish. We look sixthish. Yeah, sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever thereabouts. We look at at, at October, the new September. Yeah, and we we imagine a path. Through beaters, round yeah. one. And basically, that's it. The week one of the finals is like, you just whatever. Yeah. That is a yawn. We roll whoever <laughs> we that roll is. We roll whatever losers. And then, and then we're looking at, you know, Parramatta or Penrith. And that's thanks for coming. Because they, they don't, don't handle finals. They don't football. like finals time. No. They don't like it. I'm sorry. And by that stage, if Parramatta is still there, they're going to be wearing the pressure of 40 years of that premiership. Of course and they are. And they'll wilt. 
like yeah. spinach and steam. And we will be right where Des has wanted us, yeah. which is underdogs. Wait, what? Is that Manly? Oh, is that Manly coming back? Oh, is that Turbo with Eddie's hamstrings? Yeah. Holy oh, my shit. God. Has he got both of them now? He's got both of them. Wow. Okay. All right. Best player in the comp. Yeah. Sure. Oh, is that Tom and Eddie on the sideline massaging? Yeah, run, yeah massaging whatever the, anyone wants. Running waters, running yeah. guidance, running yeah. wisdom. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course Corn it is. plays if you need us to. Now what have we got, punters and dribblers? Now we've got Manly into the semifinals in... You know, and then we play our best footy, and then the big dance—it's—it's a—it's a flip of the coin. Yeah, and the coin will flip heads. Yeah, and we were on heads. We were funnily on heads. enough. Funnily enough, we actually <laughs> called heads. You might have missed that. What I will say, moving on from Manly, um, obviously unlucky on the weekend, boys. Didn't go our way. Mm. Raiders though are legitimately fucked. Yeah, they're done, and it's unfortunate because I loved the milk last year, uh, and again, you know. The milk may have been a second team sort of vibe this year, or whether it's a Tankwater Warriors, I'm not sure. But they've got Horsburgh out, Hodgson season, Soliol's face broken to shit. I don't mm. know if you saw those X-rays. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. Yes, uh, I did. Emre Gula, who is uh, I think a forward. Bailey Simonson's injured now, obviously, and maybe out for the season. Not happy for Bailey, obviously. Friend of the show, Mikey Oldfield, though, may benefit by playing. He's been starting in the centres recently. Friend of the show? Friend of the show. Not happy about Bailey's injury, but hopefully get to see a bit more of Mikey. Friend of the show, Oldfield, uh, getting around up there in a lime green jersey. But Full of milk. They are not looking great. You know what? You know what, Tom? When they, did, when they failed to win that GF last year, I just felt to myself, that's it for I them. I think that might have been your opportunity feel like that was it. I feel like that little window you had just then. That was a, some, some that 80, longer that, than others. That, that 80 minutes of football yeah. to win the, the win the big dance, I feel like that was it. That might have been it. And I think I feel like it's gone now. Especially with Bateman's out injured as well. He's probably not even coming back this year. And then he's gone next year. Like, it's just, I feel like it's come and gone. Yeah, it's too have. competitive. I hate to say it. We love milk. We love drinking lime milk. Mm -hmm. Beautiful stuff. It's really good stuff. But I don't like what I see in front of me. No. I don't like what I see. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. It's tough. But, but injuries, mate, tough. Like that Hodgson ACL. Was it ACL? Yeah, ACL. It, it just looked awful. ACLs like, look horrible. In the slow-mo, when it's just... Oh, you can... Like, it's one of those things where, like, if the ACL didn't go, it probably would just... And you looked at that, you're like, oh, that's... All right, whatever. Like, you don't think about it. But when you know and you see the reaction of, like, they just you just go straight down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck that. No just, weight that, on it. Falls back. It's just... It's, you see the little, the little, little snap little, or something. Like, yeah, in, something yeah, goes. Yeah, something something goes. Like, it's not nice. What I want to know, Eddie, and you probably aren't going to be able to answer this for I me. might be able to. Punters, dribblers, reach out. We, we do have some physios out there um, who know this shit, I'm sure. Shout out to our two uh, physios. Mm. Um... With an ACL, mm. do is that thing? Is it a matter of time before that ACL goes, or is it is it purely down to the movement that makes it go right? So is it that you've partially already teared your ACL, or it's already a bit damaged, and it just is going to take some sort of serious movement on it, and it's going to pop like like a volcano, Eddie? Right. It's going to pop at some point. Matter of time. Yes. Are you talking about like super volcano under Yellowstone? Volcano, an, ex an extinct volcano. Well, not extinct, but a dormant one. Sorry, dormant. It will pop. Yes. It will pop. Yes. 
That's what you're saying. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Kind of, Super Volcano. seismic activity there as well. Don't year. like that. No. 2020. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh the end of times? All right. Sure. Great. That'd be, that'd be great. calendar, probably, where they said they got it eight years wrong or something. Great. Okay. The mines. Bastards. Bastards. Now, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Not one that's versed in ACLs yeah. and the and the the crescendo lead up to the popping of one, right? Yes. I am medically trained. No, of course we both are. That's right. I don't know. I would have thought. I would have thought both. I would have thought some bloke pounding away at the ACL eventually going to pop. Other blokes, I can get unlucky. Yeah. A mill wrong here, a mill wrong there. Like I don't that, know. That, do you know that as simple AFL as that guy, that Alex Johnson or whatever his name was? Hasn't he done it like he did it again in like park footy? Oh my god! See, he's just got to give it away. <laughs> like, and again, like f- that would be horrible. But brah, brah, you spent like the majority of your twenties just rehabbing ACLs. What's That's, the point? What's the point? It like and and what are you, what are the doctors saying? Are they telling porky pies because they want more business? Yeah, mate. This guy's a bloody cash register. You know what I mean? Like cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. If you, at some point when you've done five or six ACLs, you've got to look yourself in the mirror and go, mate, maybe my ACL ain't up to it. Yeah. And well, I, maybe. Fuck, it's definitely not. Your ACLs are fucked, mate. I was just trying to be polite yeah, right. to the man who's lost everything. But yeah, if you want to be honest with him, your ACLs are fucking rooted, mate. <laughs> It's all over. Give it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Time to join the rat race and grind up. Yeah. Tell put everyone a suit and tie on. Yeah, and be take the, pr- the rugby union route. Put on some RMs and start doing some coke. Get into a bloody, you know, start doing some work for a big bank. Go down to Mister Wong's. Spin old yarns. You've got plenty of them. Of course you do. Although they may they run a little s- dry. <laughs> they sound awfully similar. Yeah, awfully similar. <laughs> so, we'll get to PVL in a second, but. The Titans are coming, look, to me, coming across a little bit desperate here, which they obviously are. Desperate times call for desperate measures. But David Fafita, obviously a throbber on the rise. Broncos can't afford to pay him. They can afford to pay him 750000 a year based on their current salary cap situation. Mm-hmm. And the Titans offered him uh, 1.25. No, initially it was like 1.1 or something, which is still astronomical for a back rower. Then. Who's 20? Who's 20? Played 40 games of NRL. Then he goes, all right, I'll go with the Titans. Then as he's calling the Broncos people to tell him, they then, he backflips. They talk him out of it. And he goes, all right, I'm fucking staying with the Broncos. And the Titans go 1.25. And it's like, that's an extra half a million dollars more to go to the Titans. And mm. 750, 1.25. Oh, right. Yeah, they make it. Yeah, yeah. It's between the contracts. Mate, so what I was reading was that because he's had a falling out with his manager, he doesn't want his manager to get heaps of his, like, doesn't want him to get, like, a four- or five-year contract, the money or the commission out of that. So he wants to sign a one-year contract. I would think that David would be an idiot not to go to the Titans for one year, take the 1.125, and then if, or 1.25, rather, and then if you want to go back to the Broncos after a year, then so be it. Yes, but that may not be workable for the Broncos. He that's what he asked. He asked the Broncos, "Can I go there for a year, get one point two five, and then I'll come back?" Which is pretty fucking dog <laughs> of the of of him for five hundred grand. I'm bro? saying it's dog to the Titans, not to the Broncos. oh the Titans. No, of course. of course, no one even considers them in any of these. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, no right, the other team. 
But you know what? You know what it is? It's I don't think the Titans I think the Titans are in a position now where they're like, we need someone. We need something to get us kick started here. No one wants to fucking play with us. People yeah. turn down big money offers all the time. Cherry Evans completely rooted us and backflipped it. Well, now. we paid Ash Taylor a million and he hasn't exactly killed he it. He wasn't for us. worth a million. But anyway, you know what I mean? They're letting go of Jai Arrow at the end of the year. They've got no throbbers at all. Like it's just a bit of a mess and they need to sort of kickstart things. And they're looking at it and going, you know, arguably the greatest twenty year old or the most damaging of all time in David Fafita. Yep. Maybe we throw a big a big pay packet at him and just hope that he likes the system. Hope that he likes seeing Mal in the corridors every day. But hope that a, hope that a back rower can change the fortunes of an entire club is what you sort of hope. Well, but Jason Tamalolo, they're looking at Jason Tamalolo and the money he's on, yes. and they're thinking this is what he'll be like. This is this the is sort of player he can because Jason Tamalolo results hinge on him. Yes, solely yes. at that club, he is the club, yes. right? So that's what I think they're thinking: is this the guy, the next Jason? Can he be better? Signs points are possibly right. Yes. So from the Titans' perspective, I think they've just got to a point now where they're like, instead of paying Ash Taylor a million a year, who has delivered not much... Well, he's never played as well as for feeder in terms of... That's like, what I mean. Position. What's an extra 250? What's an extra 250 to get a... And I think Ash's last year on To a get a throbber on the rise. Yeah. I think you just I think you just go... You've got to go hell for leather, I yeah. think, if you're the Titans. Unload. Because he is like... You are looking at one of the greatest, if not the most prodigious talent the game. They, I heard someone, uh, it might have even been bloody Nathan Brown again. I feel like I've been quoting him a bit the last couple of weeks. Shout out to Nathan. Uh, but it, he compared him, he said he is the perfect mix between Sonny Bill Williams and Jason Talmalolo, and I think he's better than both. And I'm like, wow. So when you hear that, right? And like Wayne Bennett said the other day, you, you've never seen a 20-year-old play like that. Like in his position in the back row, like, you know, You've got the opportunity to sign him. I think you do. I think you open up and you and you, and you unload and you fucking unload, just like you do on Manly to win the premiership this yeah, year. Yeah, you, yeah. you put the house on it. Everything you have on it. Every, and if it doesn't work out, so be it. But there's not many these opportunities. It's only don't, money. But these opportunities don't come up. No. Who else are you going to sign then? Yeah. Who are you going to sign if not him? Yeah. He's you know the only mean? one out there. That you can get right now, who's and worked. so and you know what? If if David comes back to you after year and he goes, this place is a Dump, <laughs> then you go. Yeah, it is. And yeah, there's nothing. But don't you like the money? Yeah, but like you got to have a crack. You yeah. got to try. Yeah, you got to. You don't roll over and go. No, nah, we're not doing it because you might leave us in it. You might leave us in it. No, no, no. You don't do that. No. You just keep plowing. You just keep throwing money at more. It. more, more. All right. One point five. One point six. We'll give you five million dollars, David. Half out. Half the cap. Half the cap. Half the cap. What do you want? Five mil? Do you want half the cap? Five mil a season. Fuck it. We'll pay. We'll pay. You know, kids to play with you. Whatever it takes, Dave. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Now, I don't know what he's going to do. I think he should do it. Martin Lang tweeted, uh, "David, you're a long time retired, mate. Take the money. Mm. Take the money, David. Mate, is anyone like? And let's say he goes on has a great career. And he plays till he's 33, 34, Right, another fourteen years. Let's say no one's going to remember the year he had the Titans for huge money. Like, dude, he'll stay at the fucking Titans. I don't think he'll go for one year. I don't. Think I'm saying, but even if he did, yeah, go for a year. It's not the end of the world. Of That's my point. But also, he's a Titans junior. Well, there you go. Go back to go back to where it all began, mate. The club yeah. that reared you. Yeah. So. Show a bit of loyalty in that way. And I'll, I'll say this as well. 
what what indication have the Broncos outfit given you or anyone for that matter? That, that rings and glory back. No, they don't. No. I don't see any indication of rings or glory, Tom. I don't. Mm. Seems like a basket case up there. Yeah. So it's not like you're leaving the storm or the roosters, no, mate. No, exactly. You just go into a sort of different shade of shit. You're just taking a lot of money. That is ridiculous money. Power to him. You get a lot on the Gold Coast with that sort of money. Gold Shh. Coast property, Eddie. Not that expensive. Not that expensive at all. In the hinterland even, mate, you can get some good shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get up to Byron. Beautiful, mate. Lovely part of the world. Love that. I'd Dave. actually like to see him go now. You've talked me around. Mm. Fuck the Broncos. Fuck them. What have they got going on? Nothing. Nothing. For 500 grand, cars at your age? Bruh. Come on. Mate. You're 20 years old. Get Over up. the course of a career, 500 grand extra a season. That is a lot. That is a shitload of money. It's Dave. $5 million over 10 years. Good maths. Great maths. Think about that, punters and dribblers. Now, Eddie, before we finish Rugby League, St. Peter Volandis came out and basically absolutely torched the AFL. So, as you know, the <laughs> AFL have a 57-year agreement with the Victorian government to host the AFL Grand Final at the MCG. Yes. What you also know is that Victoria, Melbourne specifically, is the Ruby Princess of Australia and is currently going through a COVID outbreak worse than the first one. And it's infecting the great... It's infecting... The great island nation of Australia. Exactly. And thanks to a, a security guard who was fucking people in lockdown and everything else that was going on there. Now, basically, the whole nation's fucked. Mm. But the AFL now has to seriously consider taking the AFL Grand Final away from its famous home, the MCG. Obvious, for obvious reasons, right? Because they can't get out of a fucking crowd there. Mm. So they've started exploring options in the greatest state of all, New South Wales, and also at the uh, ANZ Stadium. Probably the shittest stadium in the country. But... I thought that was such a strange option to throw up. Well, they're basically... It's obviously bigger than the SCG, but like... Oh, completely. But it's, I, it was... The way it sounded to me when like Eddie Maguire and people came out, it was like, oh, we're going to have it where the Rugby League Grand Finals that like sucked in. It's like, mate, that... you guys actually stopped having games at ANZ Stadium because it was a shit product. Like it wasn't good for the AFL. When you did it there, you how stopped... is that? How is that a fuck you to rugby? It's not. It's not. It's it's the other way round. Correct. You, we're, we're loaning you our stadium. You're so you coming can... to us. Yeah. You losers. So, uh, I'm just gonna quickly... read the quote. I want to read the quote from St. Peter Volandis. If you didn't read it on our Instagram, I've got to ask myself why the hell you don't follow us on Instagram. Yeah, that'd be the at Hello Sport podcast. Um, but this was first. I think he said this to Triple M. Did Peter Volandis? Naturally, and he was saying this about the AFL wanting to come to New South Wales. Good context, good context. Naturally, they'd want to bring it to the best city in the world. I don't begrudge them on that. And they may want to spend some time at the Opera House in Sydney Harbour rather than some of their landmarks. I welcome it. It's the best city in the world. We should have a few second-rate events. That's not a problem. Wrecked. Such a wreck. Wrecked. And then, you know, like some of the other AFL types came out, like your Jeff Kennett's and shit, and we're like, oh, Landy's irrelevant. It's like, you're talking about him, bro. I heard, I read Kennett's re retort, mm. and I was like, Kennett, mate. No one actually asked you, bro. You weren't even No one it. asked you. You're not relevant at all. I don't know why you're still yabbering on down there, bro, nah. but you just got put on the bitch, and that was hilarious yeah. what he said. 
You don't have to, and then he starts to take it to his really serious tone, like, well, who has bigger crowds and who has bigger TV? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruh, bruh. He was Stop taking it. the piss out of you because your state's a mess. Yeah. And the AFL grand final, you're moving to rugby league's grand final yeah. destination, the moving home of the game. Town. You're moving it to, to literally the middle of rugby league town. That's where you're hosting it. Yeah. You could have had it at the new Perth Stadium, yeah. which is massive. It's Adelaide like a, Oval. Adelaide Oval. Like, you know, God forbid you take it down to Tasmania, who have just been screaming out for a team. Like, you don't... Yeah. You know, there's a million other players you could take it. Now you're trying to take it into AZ as like a fuck you to us. No, cuz. No, You've misread the room, bro. <laughs> you're the gimps. You're the beaters here. You're the beaters. Coming to us, asking for favours. That's what beaters do. And Pete was just having a giggle with Did you. Did you read that? It's a laugh, cuz. Like, relax. He just told you to go to the opera house. Kenneth's eyes, I think, Kenneth's so old, and this is with full respect to Jeff. I'm not a completely au fait with his career. I think he may have been a, an MP at some point. Uh, and I think We're just saying, relax. Ken. Yeah, and that your eye skin is falling over your eyeballs. <laughs> That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying, dude. Mate. Get an eye lift. Get an eye lift, for God's sake. Before you open your mouth, get yeah, an eyelid. Get an eyelid. Because people might take you more seriously. Get your lids done. Get your li- lids are getting done now. Dude, lids are getting done left, lids right, are in. and center. Lids are in. Now, off the back of St. Peter's remarks, which were hilarious, punters yeah. and dribblers, and if you live south of the border and you didn't think they were funny, then you need a reality check because it was funny. Mm. And you need to get a sense of humor quickly. Yeah. Yep. But off the back of those comments, St. Peter, uh, I think, should be perhaps nominated for Australia of the Year. Now, that wasn't my idea. That was one of the listeners. Last week. I think it's tremendous. Yes, we just really didn't follow that up. But someone did provide us with the nomination forms. Yes. Now, obviously, you and I are busy, but if someone wants to do it on our behalf, make the necessary submissions. We pump it up. We'll pump it up for you. Yeah. We'll pump it up for you. Think that works. Like it's St. Peter for Australia of the Year. So whoever you were on the job, Get On our done. behalf. Get it done. Sp- like, lead us into battle. I think it was Again, like Maddie Mangs. Maybe, maybe it was Maddie Mangs. Because the thing about it is, is that this is the podcast for the punter and the dribbler, right? Yeah. You've got to play your role. Yeah, exactly. It's not just us. No. You've got to play your role. Yeah. And destiny's calling, bro. How did Simon Maurice get his baggy green? He wrote a Beadman Carol, a winning Beadman Carol. How did Uncle Jay get his baggy green? They're on route, boys. Uh, he made a plaque for us. He grabbed the opportunity. He looked fate in the eyes and said, yes, I want it. I want it all. That can be you. That can be you. Uh, not promising anything in the way of baggy grant. Punish Dribbles, the podcast this week, obviously brought to you by baggycaps.com.au. Friends of the show, where all great baggy caps are made, Eddie. The greatest baggy caps in all the land, Tom, are made at baggycaps.com.au. They're tremendous. We've got, we've got ours, and we love them. Well, ours have... Been, we've had ours for a couple of years now, I think, in as good a condition as ever. They, they don't deteriorate like the Australian baggy no, greens. No, mine's in mint condition. Yeah. It is tremendous quality. Now, Unrivaled. Uh, if you go to the website, you check it out. You can get them for your cricket clubs, friendship groups, whatever you want. But you can also, the, the website is very versatile. So you can have different colors. You can have writing on it. I was quite surprised when we, very, when we went there for the very first time just about how... Uh, malleable the baggy caps team are in terms of what hats you can get what they can offer you different things here logos this that and the rest so they're actually very good patchwork colors tremendous uh so baggycaps.com.au
All right, punters, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Banksia Project. Banksia Project is all about blokes helping other blokes, mates supporting mates. Their growth rooms are free programs for anyone to jump on and learn about their own health and well-being. Have a safe chat about anything and support others. Look, uh, times get tough for everyone. You and I both know that. We've got friends, family, acquaintances. Everyone's got someone who goes through tough times. And it's important to have the skills to deal with the challenges and to stay healthy. Go beyond awareness and learn practical skills to stay happy with a group of mates supporting you. Absolutely right, Tom. So give them a follow, punters and dribblers, at The Banksia Project on social media or check out their website, www.thebanksiaproject.org.au. Their info might be useful for you or one of your mates. Check them out. Want to give a shout out quickly, Tom? Mm-hmm. If I may. We haven't given it, we haven't given it a VB out for a while. No, we haven't. But I'm going to. Good. Friend of the show, Gus Walker. Love Gus Walker. Shout out to Gus Walker. Handsome, athletic. He's like, uh, he'd be the perfect catch. I think he'd be the perfect catch. And I'm like, look, a lot of pun and dribblers, you're not necessarily, you're like, well, who, who is this like mystery Lothario you're talking about? Honorable, sexy, successful. Good looking. Good looking. Really good looking. Great chat. Loves a schooner. Very intelligent. Um... Good with, like... Men and women. Good with men and women. Mums and dads. In pretty good Nick. Not, in, not like super cut. He's not, in, that's, he's not in Nick that'll make you feel insecure about yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, but, but also he's not in Nick where they're clearly insecure about themselves. No, exactly. It's not. He's insecure. comfortable in his own body. And, and why wouldn't you be? Yeah. That sort of bloke, yeah. right? That sort of bloke has come back to Sydney for a couple of months, a month, I think, maybe. But he's in quarantine, hotel quarantine, two weeks. Now, oh, is he in quarantine in Australia? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where in Sydney somewhere, right? So he's in quarantine and he's the sort of goer, the sort of doer, mm. Tom, where if he sees something or hears something, he's like, I'm going to do that, right? So he's thrown around the idea with the boys of doing a marathon in his in his hotel room. Now, it's small, obviously. Yeah. It's like a queen bed or what I imagine is a queen bed, then like a little hallway and like, you know what I mean? Hotel yeah. room. Nothing much going on. Nothing much going on. Boys like Jesus, because he was going to do it last weekend. They were like, mate, think it through. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Do 10Ks, see how it feels. Is it possible? Is it possible? Does the 10Ks, works out a bit of a course. Then he starts raising money for charity for Parkinson's, which, you know, friend of the show, like a dear friend of ours, his father's got Parkinson's. Uh, another friend of ours, uh, a dear friend of mine and yours, her, her father has Parkinson's. So there's yes. Parkinson's around, right? Yes. Uh, he's raising money for Parkinson's, but then he's also set up the live stream. So you could you could tune in at any point throughout like whatever the six hours it took him or was to see this man battling his way around a uh, hotel room Jesus. marathon course. So you'd go up and back in like up and down the hallway as it were, if you yeah. want to describe it like yeah. that, which is like five meters. I saw a bit of it on his Instagram. Five like, meters up and back. So from the doing, front door to the window, yeah, basically. Yeah, so he's doing laps like that. Then he's going counterclockwise. Then he's going the other way clockwise. It took him like, I tuned in at 12.30 and he'd started. He's, he's already he's already into it. Yeah. And then I checked in like, it was dark and it was like six o'clock and he's just finishing. I'm like, dig. God, just just went for it. Just out there doing it. Mate. And so, does he? Did he have like what constituted one lap? So it's like up and back ten times and around the thing. And then yeah, I think I think. Uh, or was the, he going? I just have to keep like at the start. I think it was like twenty up and backs. So you know, yeah, yeah. T- twenty up and backs. Then I think he did ten laps counterclockwise and twenty laps and ten, ten the other way, right? 
clockwise, yeah. counterclockwise. But then he was messaging him today. He said it, by the end of it, he just he was whatever didn't hurt. Whatever didn't hurt my bod. He's really? like he's like a mess. He's a complete mess. Oh he, fuck it. I mean, I know it would hurt yeah. at the end of that. He's like, like mate, I'm I'm in hell. <laughs> I'm in complete and utter hell. But I just wanted to shout out to a man who's who's gone the big lift for a great cause. Yeah, tremendous. Absolutely. And he needs a Victoria. Yeah, a Victoria he does. Bit. Yeah, he needs he a very does. best. He does. How long till he's out so we can actually share one with him? Saturday. Fuck I think he's up. out on Saturday, so we'll be having a Victoria then. Absolutely. Well done, Gussie. So shout out to you, brother. Proud as punch. Proud as punch. Well what a man. done. That's huge. Terrific. Vebe's on us. Now, not to sort of insert myself into the story, but you did say he was getting out on Saturday. And I am doing something of an amazing feat myself on Saturday. This just reminded me of it because you said Saturday. I am looking after Evie Rose by myself this weekend. So I'm basically doing the fatherly equivalent of a marathon <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> You've got a Saturday night or Friday night as well. I think it's I think it's Saturday night. I, it was going to be Friday and Saturday night, which I was cool with. Yeah. I don't think mum's comfortable leave being that far away for that long. Yeah, fair enough. Which is I get. I completely understand. But yeah, at this stage, it's looking like me and Evie all Saturday. What do you got planned? Pizzas on the couch? Well, no. I want to get out and about, Oh, do you man. want to be? You want to get yeah, out there? I want to do some shit, okay. man. Okay. You know, make it fun. Yeah, that's which cool. Which is funny because if it was just myself... And Steph was going away. It'd either be write yourself off or sit on the couch and eat pizza. But now that it's like, you know, this little manipulative coughing baby I've got on yeah, my hands, I'm gotta, like, I want to make it a bit of fun. Yeah, you got to. It's your first day. It's your first sleepover. First, first little sort of sleepover together. Yeah. Maybe we go see if we can whale spot off the yeah, off the I like coast. that. That's nice. Go for a little walk. Maybe, so you got a plan? Well, maybe if the guys are going to the pub, I'll bring <laughs> Evie along. Like she's got to see a pub. She's got to see one. She's got to see it. Oh, she'd love it. If she's, but, if she's fake coughing, she'd love a pub. Yeah, she'd love a pub. She'd love a bit of the hullabaloo. I'll get the the, the, the strap on. She can st- yeah, on the, the strap on sounded weird. It did sound <laughs> weird. But <laughs> I will actually... The baby carrier. Gus Walker actually renting a house in Bondi. Really? Yeah. So we might be able to get some synergy. Parlay that into daddy rocking up. Yeah. Well, a couple of just a couple of blokes in their own marathons. Yes, Having exactly. a beer. Gus recovering He's from obviously marathon. finished yours... I'm live streaming You're online live. to the yeah, world. Yeah. Um, UFC on the weekend. Obviously, shout outs have to go to Aussie Throbber Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Retained the title. Mate, I, I bought the fights yesterday and I sat outside on the couch and had a couple of beers and it was terrific. Nice. I loved it. By yourself? Ella was next to me. Tonga was chill. I was just chilling. Yeah, Ella, Ella, like, Ella, Ella will watch in and out. Yeah. Ask plenty of questions. Big, which is always nice, isn't it? Which when I they like, ask questions. I like them asking I like, questions. You ask me as many as you want. Write in like really crucial moments. Yeah. Like when I should be paying attention to everything that's going on. Ask me like anything. And I look, I, I love the fights. Obviously, Masvidal, Usman was... A yawn. It was a yawn. It was a yawn. But like, if I'm Usman, that's what I'm doing. I'm I know. Just, I'm wrestling him, I'm Listen, bitching him, and I'm, keeping, and I'm keeping that title. That's fine. And it's... Like, he was the better fighter, right? Yeah, he won he the fight. He won the fight. But it's just, I guess, I was talking about this with a friend of the show, Jack Archdale, today. Um, not going to be remembered or loved as a fighter that gets lead in people's pencils. No. His it, fight against Colby was epic. This is Usman. But that was two wrestlers who basically were so good at wrestling that they cancelled out each other's wrestling. Mm. But, yeah, like, we were saying, you know, yeah... You know, do you want to do you want to be the one that people remember, like the the, the people love, or do you want the title? And obviously, he went. He wants the title. Me and Jarch are like, wouldn't it be nice if you can do both? Because some people can do both. Yeah. Some people have exciting fights and they keep the title. Yes. 
Usman doesn't. Full respect to him. He got the job done. He got the win. But you're just like, fuck, bro. That sucked to watch. Mate, I can't. I just couldn't get over how relaxed Masvidal is. Like he's yeah. so, he's got something so psychotic about him that's so uh, engaging. Yeah. He's smiling. He was like had his arm up on the ring before the fight started, and then the, and then ref was like like let's go, and then he runs in like kick punch like yeah yeah punch like going snaps for into it. it. And then just you could tell he was running out of path. Yes, the engine was depleting. Pretty it just quickly. wasn't, and he was like, it was he was just being held down the whole fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the foot stomping thing, I was like, S- just stop it. I know, like it is what it is, and again, like that's the path you've chosen, but it's just not fucking. It just didn't fill our collective pencils with no, lead. No, I don't think anyone's lead uh, no. pencil got filled with lead. No. Now I will say this. But there were two fights that did. Well, the the Max and Max and uh, Holloway, sorry, Max Holloway and Volkanovski fight. I watched that on mute because I was at work. Yep. I thought Max won. Just saying it. Happy that um, I don't give a shit. Like Volkanovski won. He's Australian. I'm with him. Just from what I watched, and I didn't watch it. That, like it wasn't. I mean, firstly, I'm not Nexus Nose guy anyway. But just watching it on mute, I was like, "Fuck!" I thought it was like, "This is it. It's done." I was waiting for him to hold up his hand, and my mate who I was working with was listening to it on the headphones, and it was like, the the thing about it is the thing about it. Like Max clearly won the first two rounds, and I was like, "Shit, he's in desperate trouble. Yes. He's in desperate trouble." But then I was like, oh, he came back in the third. I probably still gave the third to Max. And then I thought he won the fourth and the fifth. That was just me, right? Yeah. And But again, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That if you look at the judges' scorecards, all three of them had Volkanovski win in the third. Yeah. Which was like the swing round that everyone yes. thought. Yes. I thought personally that Max went to sleep in rounds four and five because I thought he thought he had it sewn up. That's what I thought. Right. I didn't like his energy in the fifth. I was like, mate, you got to bring it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the fight's not he, over. He, he, the fight's not over. You can't assume shit, and I reckon he assumed he won the the first three rounds and it was over. That's what I. That's the feeling. He I looked got. good in those first two. Yeah, rounds. he did. He, he looked, looked really good. He, he looked, looked great. confident as fuck. It's annoying though because there's these these question marks that people have over Volkanovski's two wins. Like the more first doubt, one, more doubt. Yeah, but still there is. Yeah, but the first win was he was dominant, and I don't even think that first win was close. I think he absolutely won every single round in that first fight. Yeah. There's haters out there that yeah, think otherwise. Sure. But then there's with this one, it's like, oh, you know what I mean? It's a bit disappointing. But yeah. you know what? You know what? I can go along with him winning the third. Same. And then I won. He thought, thought he won the fourth and the fifth. He won. I've got one stat here that will tell a story about the third, the one that everyone's fucking worried about, is that significant strikes 48% versus 31% to Volkanovsky in the third. Say that again. 48% versus 31% significant, significant strikes. strikes. He had way more significant strikes yeah. than Holloway in the third. Yes. Which was the contentious round. Which is the contentious round. And also, I, what I liked though after the fight as well, Volkanovski's he's like, I've put that chapter to bed now. Like, I don't want to see a third fight between them. I've won two. Yeah. What, what's in it for me? No. What's in it for me to go the third? Because then if they, if he wins, now what? Now I'm going to have a Will fourth. Will I get a fourth? No, you won't. That's you, just go, you just go, you know what, cuz? I beat you twice. Yeah. What do you, want, what do you want me to do? I gave you a rematch. You lost. Now, Holloway has not spoken after the fight, and it's like he was damaged to shit, and I'm like, is he a salty little boy salty. right now? Salty. Salty, 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 salty. Because he thought he won the first fight. And it's all right if you're salty, but like you should speak after the fight unless you have to go to hospital, I feel. You shouldn't be like, I'm not fucking talking. I'm so pissed off. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. Wasn't it the media press conference? Uh, and I haven't heard anything from him since. 
Look, you got beaten by a good, honest, solid Wollongong stock. Yeah. That's, that's what it. happened, bro. You got gonged, bro. You got gonged. Yeah. You got gonged. Everyone bro. thinks Hawaii breeds the toughest people. No, no go dude. to Steeltown, yeah. mate. Go suss out the gong, dude. Coasties will fuck anyone up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got gonged. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. You got gonged. And you know what? I loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved no it. No one like the Volkanovski. And Volkanovski's gong to the core, dude. Fuck yeah, he is. Bro, he's also 5'6". You're 5'11", yeah. Max. And you didn't exploit that range at all. No. Like, obviously, he like Volkanovski had bigger reach, but you're way taller. Yeah. Also, uh, the King Gong, uh, Volkanovski. King of the Gong. King of the King Gong. King of the Gong. Has one of the great shins in world sports. One of the great shins. And one of the great shins. Well, yeah. You see that pole he kicks? Kicks a pole, punters and dribblers. Yeah. He goes in there, Uncle Joe's pole or some shit. Yeah. Joe, shout out to you. Gong stock as yeah. well. Yo, another good gong loves, stock. Loves bringing poles in and getting his fires to kick it. And, Dude, that's and he did. was even saying that he was like, my shins were still hurting from the last fight with Max. How long ago was that fight? Uh, December, November. Shins are still hurting. Was it November, hurting. December? It's Shin- definitely last year. Shins are still hurting. Okay. Oh right. He said that. I, yeah. I couldn't explore I couldn't use the right kick because my shins were my still, shins hurting, were still the hurting. First fight. I'm like, fuck. You've got, you've just got to be bred differently to be that sort of motherfucker that can go out there and kick a pole <laughs> day in day out to the point where your your shins are always hurting. And he goes, yeah, my shins never haven't didn't recover from the first fight. He's like, so that's why I was a bit tentative in the first two rounds. And then it was like I just had to start using them anyway. I'm like. If oh, I if I if there's I nothing worse than getting in the shit. If I pushed down too hard on my shins, it hurts. Yeah, I'd start crying. It hurts now. Yeah, Me doing that with my own hand. I'll do it with you. Fucking hell, it hurts. hurts. It also hurts like across the whole shin. Hurts the whole shin. The yeah. shin's hurting. My hurt. I'm in pain. Yeah, it still hurts, right? Yeah, it does. There's also there's almost a imagine bit of, checking a kick with your shin. There's almost a bit of testicular sort of uh, pain linger in a shin. Like yes, if you just is. push down, you're like. Oh, it's Ooh, hurting all of, over my yeah. shin like a testicle. Yeah, there's hurt. a bit of testy about the there's shin. There's a bit of testicle in the shins, I think. Can you imagine whacking testicles against a pole <laughs> for hours on end? Imagine taking your sack out, sorry to the driblets, and whacking <laughs> it against a pole every day. That's what that's what Volkanovski's doing. Yeah. That's how strong they are yeah, in the goal. They are, dude. So, Max Holloway, you can whinge and cry and bitch and moan all you want, bruh. But you got gonged twice. You got twice. gonged, dude. You got gonged, and that's unfortunate, but that's the way it rolls. What do you want us to do about it? Yeah. What Sorry, do you want dude. us to do about it? Yeah. Nothing we can do. Well, I'm not saying anything to a gongman. No, up the gong, bro. That's all you can say. Up, yeah. Long live the gong. Long live the gong. Um, Jose Aldo lost to Petty Good fight. Young. Good fight. It was a good fight. The finish was disgusting. I was thumping. No, mate, I I was to the point where, Tom, I was so disgusted with what I was seeing, I started to vocalize it. (laughs) You know what I mean? When you're so upset, I was like, stop the fight. (laughs) And Ella's like, what? And I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And he's going, fight back. And all he do is like move slightly. And, and the that blood t- is just filling and up the is, canvas. What is that constitute a, a, a fighting back? Is it, yeah. He's on his... And he stayed there yeah. prone after the fight because he'd been beaten within an inch of his life. Dude. That that ref needs to have his head red because was he was getting off on that, that I reckon. That was bad, dude. That was like... That wasn't... Because there's like... there. I can't remember who I heard say it, but it was like... He was guilty. You know what Aldo was guilty of then? Like, not getting knocked out. Because if he was knocked out, they would have stopped it. But because he was still technically awake, it was like the guy just kept thumping him in the head. 
It would, and it, the sound. It would have had to have been a, a close to two minutes. It was so long. It was so long of him just not doing anything and just getting punched in the he's head. He's like, fight back. And he's not fighting back. He may move slightly. That's yeah, not fighting that's not back. Fight. That's not his defending position, yourself. His What's position, it called? Like, intelligently defending yourself. He's on his knees, on all fours, hunched in a ball with his hands over his head. And this guy is just thumping the sides of his head. Like that for two minutes. Before the ref had the had Whilst the goal. Whilst he bled out on the canvas. Now this is obviously it's a barbaric sport, punters dribblers, but those moments. It didn't are, need to be that barbaric. It didn't need to be that barbaric. That was a. That's the point. That was a real bed shit from from oh, yeah. from them. Not good. Not good. Not good. And then the only other one was uh, Rose Namajunas. Those chicks, they can they can they can throw, bro. Yes. She's always in wars. Yeah, she is. She's a and her bro. face after so she's fighting with Jessica Andrade, I think. Uh, mm. But after that fight, her face was absolutely mangled. She got the win though. That was a rematch because she lost her title to that chick. That yeah, was good fun. Who's good the fun. Who's the champion that division? Zhang Wei Li, who oh, had that yeah. crazy fight with Joanna. Yeah, 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 right. So Rose beat Joanna. Yep. Joanna. Uh, no, yeah, Rose beat Joanna for the title. Then Andrade, who Rose fought again last night, beat Rose, took the title. Then Andrade lost to Zhang Wei Li, mm. who now is the Chinese champion. And then Rose and Andrade just had a rematch. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see Rose go against Zhang Wei Li up next. Mm. No one beats Zhang. I don't know. Well, fuck, maybe Rose. Never know, bro. Rose never an animal. Know. You never know. Uh, but that's. MMA, uh, well, that's, UFC. There's one more fight, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, the Hornet. Oh, the Hornet. The National, the National Treasure. Treasure has booked in another fight with Tim Zhu. With Tim Zhu, Santa Costa. Santa Costa, which I cannot wait. That's huge. I cannot. Do we wait know when for. that the fight of the century. When's that happening? Uh, I know it's happening in Townsville, which feels that feels about right. That feels about right. The for tussle a, in Townsville. The tussle in Townsville. That feels about right for a fight of this magnitude. I think, Tom. Are they just going to do it like on a dimly lit street? Like I know a lot of Townsville tussles are sort of done under street lights on the road. Yeah, yeah, I think. A la, so. a la, you know, Walker kicking that guy. A la, yes, yeah. I mean, I, I think so. Let me just get this date for us, and we can, and we can workshop this thing. Mm. Um, August 26, around the corner. There you go. I was a little bit disappointed, Tom, and it might speak to the fact that it's going to be on the street, streetlight stuff. Yeah. They were only getting 10 rounds. I would have liked 12. They're only getting 10 rounds? I would have liked 12. Why? They're also talking about 16,000 tickets going on sale. Now, with COVID... That's like a street. That's a that's a busy street. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, it depends how long. Yeah. I mean, a street, 16,000, right? Well, I mean, you just... What I mean is... That's a lot of people coming to a street fight. What I'm saying is maybe maybe they'd plan to have it in the new Townsville Stadium, but COVID rearing its ugly head, you've got to think on your feet. You can't have 16,000 You've got to think on your feet and you've got to go to the street. Yeah, I think so. Uh, excited about it. Obviously, we're Team Hornet. We're Team Jeff. I love Kostya. I love everything he's about. And I like Tim. Tim Sue seems cool. But funnily how enough, can you How can you be anti-National Treasure? That's it. You know, after everything that the Hornets done, uh, you know the charisma machine that he is. He sells fights better than anyone. I've never seen anyone better at it. There's no they, one. The people at always it. say Chuck Mundine the best in Australian history. No, 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 no. No. Well, I mean, I've heard I've heard the Hornet and Ali sort of spoken in terms of their like charisma, mm, their mm. ability to command the the audience's attention. Yeah. Hornet, yeah. Ali, maybe McGregor. You can't look away. No. You can't look away. You can't. Uh, now, obviously, that means hopefully. We're going to be hearing from 3 and Glenn a bit more over the next couple of weeks, who can often be a bit of the mouthpiece for uh, 
for the national. Look, Three and Glenn has a habit of speaking on behalf of Glenn the Hornet. Rushton. That is of uh, Dolphin Palace fame. Of Three and fame. Poms losing to Windies. Do we care? Well, it's it's just the sort of thing that you know I need sometimes yeah. on a Monday. Yeah. On a Monday, and I'm feeling a little bit down and out, a bit gloomy. Yep. Being able, being able to tune in to another Poms loss to the West Indies, no doubt, at home, makes me happy. Mm. Fills me with joy. Yep. Four wickets, I think, they got best to buy. And I they chased it. down 200 runs on the final day. I love it. Windies, good shit. It's good, t- good honest. And, uh, and good for Windies cricket. Mate, God knows we need the Windies staying around that test arena. I like the West Indies. like yep. how they play the game. Yeah, love it. So to get wins over England in England, it's only good for cricket in general. For cricket in general, but you know what else it's good for? That little Test Championship they're a part of, just pushes England down yeah, the pecking order, down, down the pecking order, Love and now it's that. and now it's about us in India. Yep. Glory awaits. Yeah. I've always I I knew it as soon as they announced it that we'd get the inaugural. I knew it. 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 Matter of time. Matter of time. Now, Tom. And there was a story that I felt like we needed to touch on. Yep. Now, the AFL, as you know, you and I have been over this time and time again, and it, it infuriates the punter and the dribbler, I know. It's always the topic of conversation at the pub. Why can't AFL players kick set shots from right in front? Mm. Why not? Why do they spray them? Why do they spray them? Why do they constantly spray them? Why do they continue to spray them, right? Yep. So there's two blokes... Ex-AFL players that no one knows the name of, so not even worth remembering. No. Reckon they've come up with an idea, right? Three years of research into this. Yep. Three years of research. They've come up with laces covered by, now covered by like a silicon sort of patch, patch okay. right? Yeah. The idea is that your laces don't impede the direction of the of the ball. Right, so like just a, a tiny bit of lace. Like the whole all your laces are covered by a piece of plastic essentially. That was 3 years of research. 3 years of research, right? An adhesive an adhesive strip uh called the pinpoint kicking aid, all right? Bro, good for them if they can if they can turn this into a money spinner. Good for them. But I was saying to myself, are you, are, is, that what, is that what the game's come to? You need to invent adhesive pieces of plastic because you can't, you can't, hit a ball you can't, you kick, can't a kick a ball straight. Uh, newsflash, brah. Have you ever heard of the Adidas Predator? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that actually just have a thing that covered the fucking laces? Yes, it covered the laces and then it's strapped underneath your boot. That's right. David Beckham was using that back in the early 2000s. Yeah, it's been a I'm thing. I'm pretty sure that was even invented by an Australian. That's been a thing for a long time, bruh. And they're like, oh, but this is all weather. Mate, the Predator had like an all-weather piece of rubber on yeah, it. Yeah, that was, So you could kick it in the wet. They've had this technology is my point. Oh, those poor dumb fucks. And they've choose- gotten <laughs> about the Predator. <laughs> the Predator is old hat. Predators, the Predator's like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm still here though, you know, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I haven't gone anywhere. No. I've been covering laces since the early 2000s, yeah. mate. And what are you coming here with an, an, an adhesive strip? That, what? Has to be removed. How do you get your boots off? How does it stick on? I guarantee you that thing's coming off. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, oh, shit. The Predator's just got elastic tape to like a longer tongue on the boots. Like, 
Yeah, dude, yeah. you fucking reckon? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it does, and it looks great. It looks cool. Anything, if it was good enough for your boot. if it was good enough for David, it's good enough for me. Thank you, David, a fashionista and a good soccer player. Uh, great family man, seemingly. He's very attractive. He's got a lot of money. A lot of money. Great hair. Although yeah. it looks like it's deserting him. Cool tattoos. Aging gracefully. Aging gracefully. Arguably looking better looking. Getting better looking by. as he gets older. A loving wife. Four children who yeah. I think are very fond of him as a father. That's exactly right. Once the England captain. He yes. played for all the big clubs. He's got a lot of powerful friends. Trendsetter. Set hair trends. Yeah, he's a trendsetter. All right? It's so AFL for these blokes to have just ignored the predator boots they probably wore yeah. and have forgotten about all right take two for dribbles shout out to patuta bitter delicious hey tom and eddie it's shortbread queen here anna uh to all punters and dribblers out there how you going um i have a few dot points i would like to put forward i am one episode behind which i will catch up and probably you have discussed this but my first dot point is for the official beat test what I think would be awesome. So instead of giving trophies, what about if you guys got uh, shortbread like packages of you know you completing the beat test for winners one, sec- uh, first, second, and third, and then instead of a participation trophy that I can create a shortbread looking like a medal, but then you can eat afterwards. Thoughts on that? Love to hear from you. Um, also, I'd like to know your thoughts on this. I was playing Oztag on Monday. And mind you, I'm very small. I'm five foot one. And I was taking, I was versing a guy who's probably about six five, quite tall man. He's obviously got some anger issues, but he liked, he was getting upset that I kept pulling his Oztag tag off him for stopping him getting past me. So what he does, he stomps on my leg and causes my leg to have bruises and cuts. And I'd love to know your thoughts, plus punters and dribblers out there, what I can do back when I burst him in a couple of weeks' time. Tackle him to the ground or shoulder barge him or just punch him in the face. Thoughts on that. Also, how good is Saturday and Sunday sports back? Uh, I play for Ponds uh, Football Club, Div 3. And just so you know, we won our first game 12-0, uh, first game on Sunday. I walked away with five or six assists. Uh, don't remember because I fell, up, I fell down about twice while I was doing that, so that's fine. Um, but I think you can put your bets on that things are going to be looking good for this season. But I'll keep you guys updated. Um, loving the podcast, boys. Shortbread and beer soon. Speak soon. Bye. Shortbread Queen. Love Shortbread it. Shortbread Queen. What's up, girl? What's up, girl? Uh, so, Oztag, like, if that bloke is getting the shits because you're removing his tags, which is what Oztag's all about. I was about, about to say. And he's, and he's kicking and attacking your legs. I'd go the tried and tested sack whack. Yeah, it's a sack. I was thinking, obviously, you know, like, sack whack is the worst thing you can do to a guy, basically. And, but, you, but, but, but the sack whack allows you to blame it on going for the tags. Yeah, and just punch him in the balls. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry, mate. I was going for your tags. I slipped. I missed it. You're I too quick. It. Yeah. And I hit oh, you in the dude, sack. You're too evasive. Just, tr- just drop him with the sack whack. Yeah, it's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, speaking of Oztag, did Bracey... Because yeah, I obviously... He <sighs> was obviously like... I heard that... You know, our words got back to him. Our, you know, create uh, was it sort of like constructive, not even criticism, just you know, a bit of a review on his game one performance. How mm. did he go? Look, the Bucks now in Div One. It's I'm glad you. So asked. you did get Div One. We're in Div One, um, and there appears to be looking at the ladder, Tom. There appears to be some 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 red hot teams in there. One team in particular, six thirty two tries in two weeks. 
Oh shit. We don't we play third this week. I think we're second, we play third, or if we're third, they're second. So top of the table clash. Bracey won't be there, but Where, where's he? He's babysitting his sister's kids or saying, okay. which I'm not happy about. Well, like, look, I mean... It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, but but uncle, also... Uncle, you know, uncle, uncle Judy. Uncle sure. Luke. Yeah, okay. Sure. okay. Uh, he got four tries, man of the match, carved up. Right. Yeah, yeah. So Johnny Utah, as his name suggests on the back of his singlet, he... Oh, really? Yeah, he, he's, he's pretty... He's, pretty he's playing all right? <laughs> he's playing oh, well. good. Okay, yeah. four tries, man of the match performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it only... We were sort of debating around how long it would take from to, to, to get back to the top. It was one game. Yeah, one game. It was one game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to come down and watch a game. Yeah, I'll shit, yeah. What nights do you play? Wednesday. I can get down for a Wednesday. What time down. do you play? Uh, we're 6.15 this week, but you probably want to watch Johnny, so come next week. Yeah, I'm not coming. Is it 6.15 every night? Changes. Okay. Changes. Like the last two weeks, punters and dribblers, we've been 8.40. Yeah, that's scat. But also that probably works better for me with Queen of the Bath, Evie Rose in bed. Sure. Sure. Well, look, mate, I'll keep you posted, but yeah, he played very well, and it's annoying. It's obviously very Yeah, annoying. obviously it's annoying. But, it's um, good for me, because he's on my team. Well, you want a good player on your team, but, but you're also like, yeah, we get it. You're a Hollywood actor. You're good looking. You yeah, bet a lot yeah, of yeah. women. You're great at sport. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool, bro. Yeah. Where's, like, when's this stop? Yeah, when what, do you... What point do you... Well, look, I mean, you know, we we can we can pick holes. We can we, poke I, holes in him if we wanted to. I know, of course we can. But we don't want it. No, we don't. We don't that's all he's a celebrated individual amongst a friendship group, obviously gifted, follically... Actorially, sportingly, yeah. But four tries, man, of the match. Four tries, man, of the match. You can't knock that. And he did it. He did it all across the park. He's right. going through holes. He's on the wing, taking sick cutout balls from Scotty Rumble, friend of the show. Can Scotty throw a cutout? Throw a nut. Oh, okay. Right to left, on the run, two-man cutout, hit him on the chest, on the wing, flying Bracey down the side. Flying Bracey. Flying Bracey. It was good stuff. Oh, that's, I Am get I talking about the Bucks that? again? Yes. Yeah, but that's fine, dude. I've got to get down there and maybe get some Bucks-based content yeah, yeah, for yeah, the Bucks, P's and to see. Yeah. Because they, they haven't seen the, the Bucks in full flight. It's good for the soul. It's and obviously, I'm a bit more of a gear steward in the touch game now. Obviously, my hands haven't left me mm. but i'm not playing i'm fucking old i can't run for shit and i'm tired so i gotta get down there and just yeah. boy boy yeah mate your knees are going i'm a boy boy yeah you're a boy boy that's it you're a boy boy anyway moving on good dribble good dribble yeah it's the uh the gift from pulp fiction here the gift from pulp fiction just oh, wanted again. to commend george burgess on his last game 35 tackles 12 hit-ups for 20 centimeters <laughs> Look, I think I think I can speak, you know, quite openly and honestly. Yeah. And I think the Burgess boys would go along with this too. Yeah. That they're probably their best footies behind them. Well, I think it's and you know, and the whole Adam Elliott situation has almost been a um I'm, I can't find the words here already, but a metaphor for a changing of the guard. Changing of the guard. You know, Which is fine. That's fine. George overseas, Sam retired, Luke retired, and Tom's all right, but, I mean, he's not he's not setting the world on fire, you know? So it's like, sorry, my phone's fucking doing weird shit here. Basically. It's changing of the guard. Changing of the guard. New sheriff in town, sheriff Adam Elliott. Town. Shout yes. out to Adam Elliott while we're Shout at Shout out to the sheriff. The sheriff, who's been in touch, punters, dribblers, obviously... Uh, you know, such as the reach of the podcast, such yep. as the fanfare around it. Look, the sheriff wants to have beers. We're sheriff happy to sit down beers, with the sheriff. Beers the sheriff. Now, I don't know if we need to have like a booking for four because this piece will need a stall. I think so. Look, you know what? In COVID times, I think we just go conservative. Yeah. You go conservative. You do you do the right thing and you book in four. You book in four yep. because they're going to be like, and obviously. What if we get there and they see it? 
because they will, no, and they'll go, oh, mate, you should have booked that in. Yeah, you got to social distance like that. You got to sign that thing in separately. But then, you know, and now we're passed on a great opportunity to have beers with the sheriff because because of our poor planning. Exactly. Tom and Eddie, P's and D's, walk on dribbles here. We'll be back for a second one. But just want to know your thoughts on Bo Robinson and actually want to know who has a more ordinary head in the fucking rugby union community. Thank you. Goodbye. More ordinary than Bo? Is that the question? <laughs> yeah, I think he's just saying who's like the ugliest rugby union player. Look, I'm not in the business of no. calling people ugly. Mate, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. Exactly. There'd be plenty out there that think Bo's he's, he's a, he's he's a good-looking good man. Oh, yeah. That Shit, he's, you know, he's a snack, a dish. A dish. Um, there are definitely those people out there. Yeah, they're absolutely right. So I'm not here to knock Bo. And, you know, I'm not here to, to start pointing fingers at ugly people. No. Because that's not nice. Oh, it's not our, it's not it's our, not our go. It's not our game, mate. Because then before you know it, then, you know, someone's trying to point the finger at you. We celebrate and, people. Yeah, exactly. We celebrate on this podcast. Unless you're Jeff Kennett's eyes. Then, you know, unfortunately, we're going to have to point that out sometimes. <laughs> Lid work soon. Yeah. Walk on dribbles again. Got something. Beer soon. Cheers. Bye. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Look, not fantastic from the walk on dribblers. I will say there was it was monotoned. Wasn't much to it. Always appreciate a dribbler reaching out, but like... Look, if, if, I'm, if I'm going to be overly critical, I would have liked more energy. Now, I don't know whether he's overawed by the situation. Whether he's, like, nervous. Obviously, I can understand someone being nervous. Well, the thing about the dribbler hotline is, and for the punters and dribblers that haven't called before, takes no prisoners. Yeah. The moment that clicks on, it's all recorded. Yeah. So you've got to step up to the plate. That's what? why we call it the big leagues. That's it. Lights are on. It's the pros, baby. Everyone's looking at you. Yeah. Your time to shine. You're on stage. One Center shot. Stage. One opportunity. Yeah. Capture everything you ever wanted in one moment. <laughs> do you capture it? Or do you let it slip? Yeah, g'day there, Tom and Eddie, punters and the uh, the dribblers. It's Clyde Dribbler here, part of the Bonnie and Clyde Dribbler duo. <laughs> Firstly, just wanted to just a quick shout-out to our fallen comrade, uh, Scooter, who was viciously slain at the hands of the sleep dribbler uh, a few weeks back. Just wanted a quick moment of silence before I uh, got going. Vale, Scooter. Rest easy, big fella, and cranberry juices at the pearly gates soon. <laughs> now, boys, not too much beaten best rhetoric from me this week, although I must say, watching him push that manly bloke into touch in the final seconds of that famous night's victory last weekend, got me thinking he would be pretty handy nudging a few through the covers, given he had a nice full one outside. He's off peg. But, no, I've just um, got a little brushes of lame story I've just encountered. So I uh, was just out. Uh, inspecting a property in the you know western suburbs of uh, of Sydney, and I just met a real estate agent, and his name's Bo. So anyway, he's showing me through the property, and I'm thinking to myself this whole time, "Fuck, this bloke looks familiar." We get to the uh, end of the inspection, having a brief little chat, and I said, "Mate, where do I know you from? You look so familiar." Anyway, turns out Bo Champion. Now. I'm not sure if all hundreds of people out there are aware, but go through his Wikipedia page. He's played for a handful of clubs over his his journey. Greg English is second cousin as well. So, um, anyway, still have a head like a drop meat pie, but did see him uh, rock up in his Mercedes Benz. So, I think the real estate game might be treating Bo pretty pretty good at the moment. Nice, but uh, anyway, that's all from me, boys. Jam toast soon. Back-to-back bow-related dribbles. Rare. 
Rare. Now, that was just a brush with the lame. Not really much to comment on there. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, like to, I like to know that Bo Champion's doing well, though. Yeah, same. Bo's a good player. Sounds like he's pretty Sounds good like real estate. Sounds like he's doing actually. pretty good real estate, yeah. Um, shout out to Bo Robinson. I really wish that was a back-to-back Bo Robinson. I, like, I, the whole time I was... And Hunter's dribblers. Just a little shout out to the, uh, the Brisbane dribbler from a few weeks ago. He messed up his uh, his uh, sequence with the hunters and dribblers. Just a little uh, little shout out to him. Hope he's doing well. See you soon. Anyway, this is the uh, Adam Elliott dribbler with his piece in a stein. So we are talking. It is fucking bigger than a schooner glass. It is in a stein and half of it's showing. Anyway, just want to call up. Say I'm a you know I'm a long, long fan, uh, long time fan rugby union, but nothing more rugby union than the Reds Rebels playing out extra time, golden points, and both playing for the draw. The amount of kicking that was fucking ridiculous. Anyway, see you soon. Love ya. Bye. Uh, well, shout out to the Reds and the Rebels who recorded the, uh, the draw at, at Brookvale Oval. Famous draw. Looked terrific. Double dribble. And bunch of dribblers. Uh, this is double dribble from Adam Elliott, dribbler. Um, still can't fit my piece in the in the sign glass. Anyway, just uh, you know, doing what's necessary. Um, so it, this is just a proposal. Just a proposal, you know, take it or leave it. But I, for one, am feeling, still feeling fragile Monday. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, mostly Tuesday, I'm feeling, feeling pretty fragile as well. But, but definitely by Wednesday, I'm feeling a bit, a bit up and about. I've bounced back. Um, this, is a, this is a big call for you boys, but what about recording on Sunday night? Yeah, you know, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm pretty up. sure that you know the punters and the dribblers definitely want to hear something on Mondays. Oh, do you? Get them up for the week. Okay. You know they still got they got a working week. This not enough. You know, so. we do enough for you. Can oh, record on Sunday night. Oh yeah. It's a big, you know, it's a big whip from you boys, but yeah. But you know, I, I, I think I think it would please the masses. So what, Monday not a big enough lift. Yeah, sorry. Monday not good enough for you, bro. Monday the scattest anyway, day of the week. Yeah. Not the big, not a big enough lift. Monday worse than Sunday. Mate, way worse. Way worse. What? Not a not a big enough lift, mate. If I had my way, this would be done on Thursday. <laughs> All right, bruh? Back in your box. Sunday record. What an so. absolute dribbler. I'd prefer to fucking stick needles in my eyes. Look, you either have the podcast on Monday. Well, you don't have it at all. <laughs> yeah, that's a threat. Yeah, that's a threat. Um, holy shit, dude! On a Sunday, I could think of nothing worse. It just it, we we that's what I'm saying. We wouldn't do it. No, of course we wouldn't. I would it. send you an excuse every week. Every single well, no, you wouldn't. You do. You just ignore me. Yeah. You just wouldn't even answer. <laughs> that's how those go. Oh, you know me too well. Hey, Tillman Eddie, it's um, 
the beaches dribble out. Yeah. Through New South Wales, Australia. Guess what? The South Coast has got a voice. <laughs> you know what? I'm fucking sick of all these these fucking idiots. Call them out. Call them out, Manly. And get your hamstring transplant. Guess what? You're top four. Guess what? You're a contender. This guy knows anyway, what he's talking about. You know what also I'm sick of? Fucking traffic controllers call out saying they fucking work hard. <laughs> they don't. And I'm kind of sick of that $50 an hour acting like they got something to say. And I, I, yeah. It sounds like he's entertaining yep, yep, an entire yep, party with this jewel. He's like, stops the music yep. you know to what? dribble in front of an entire just get, backyard just full get of grommets. Up. You know what also I fucking sick of? Manly are such a good team. You know what Des has been through so much from ten. I'm trying to work out if he's pro Manly or if he's being sarcastic. All right, all right, all right. I'm going a bit too far here, Tom. Tom and Eddie. But you know what, boys? I love you. Ever since oh. I found the podcast, you've made my drive to Sydney such a bliss. Oh, okay. Such a bliss. Oh, okay, that's nice. You boys are doing such a wonder for the boys. And you know, this dribble's gone for too much longer. There won't be a second dribble. Love ya. This is from the Beach Distributor. New South Wales rule. Good on you. See ya, boys. Bye. Brother, I've got to tell you, I, I, I really struggled to follow that. <laughs> I really did. And I, that's with all due respect. Well, I, got, I got at the end. You finished strong. I, you finished really strong. I really liked the message at the yeah. end. I wasn't sure where you're going with it, but I really liked the end. Yeah. That I, that I bore your trip up to Sydney and that I fill your life with bliss. Yeah, or something I think like it was something like that. That's something nice. I will say. So I will say one thing on the traffic control topic, and this is my. This has been my opinion for some time, Tom. Yeah, I think in some respects they're underpaid to stand there hour after hour after hour after hour after hour with no music. A lot of them, right? Just to stand there on your feet with a pole. With a pole would be fucking infuriating to me yes i would find that so taxing and i reckon the hours would go by slow slow like so slow yeah. i got respect for them yeah they Out are there. underpaid on your feet bro like they don't even have a seat no. like maybe if you had a little seat and you had your headphones in and you could chill yeah i get that yeah. i'd be like yeah they're overpaid, they're overpaid no, yeah fuck yeah they should but have go, a seat really bro go and stand outside go and stand outside imagine in summer Go and sit outside in summer with a pole. See how you go for an hour. Yeah. Tell me how you go. In high vis, attracting the sun. Tell me how you go. You wouldn't go well. You'd be wanting extra coin. That's what I'm saying. That's Fair what I'm cool. Saying. Uh, but weird dribble. I liked it though. I liked how weird it was. Well, it finished strong. Now, punters, dribblers, we got a message in our inbox from a dude. Fuck, I should find his name so I can shame him because he's being a pussy. Um, basically on, uh, where is it here? Let me get it up. Daniel kiss 22 on Instagram. Feel free to, uh, go and follow him or, um, or go and rob him. If you see him from where, I don't know where he's from, but got a, a message from him yesterday morning. 
just a request that you don't air the fucking dribble I tossed up last night and then gave his number. So I went and looked for the number and I have seen and heard the four dribbles from him. I'm not going to play him because he's requested, but I'm going to play the last one, which is obviously him the next day hungover and calling us to beg us not to play it. Uh, yeah, look, I'm sure you won't, but uh, please uh, maybe just don't air my dribbles from last night. See you soon. <laughs> Out of respect to the punter of the dribbler, we won't. No, we won't. That. But we'll air that bit because that's like, that wasn't even like, there was no emotional enthusiasm in that message. That was a broken, bounced out man, yeah. matter of factly just saying, please don't play what you yeah. what I said. But also, me. he didn't say not to play that. I don't even, if he said not to play that, I'd tell him to go and jam it. Yeah, yeah. But I can play that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not playing the. Uh, so what, what are they? Are they. It was just incoherent for... It's him and his mate and another chick and they're just sort of having a conversation with each other whilst ripping each other whilst talking about the podcast, whilst asking questions about God knows what. Dribble. Unadulterated. Yeah. It wouldn't have made the cut anyway, probably, but now you, you know, you're getting shamed, so... Hey, boys. It's, uh, it's Mustang here, uh, formerly the Shane Dribbler. Uh, just wanted to do a, a quick shout-out to very other famous Shanes of the cricketing world. So we're going, obviously, Warney, Shane Watson, Shane Stickers Harwood uh, of two T20 international fame. And also, just wanted to let you know, the Dragons have just absolutely pumped Manly. Uh. They've given it large. What about Matt Duffy just absolutely gassing Curtis Sirenin and the Toyota Lomax and some of the fastest haircuts in rugby league all through that St. George back line? Putting the sword, the pork sword to Manly, 32 to 4. Oh, mate, I am Throboyeviching all over myself right now we were because right. of how good that was. God bless. Be soon. Vale Les. <laughs> Look, Vale Les. That's, vale the only, Les. that's the only part I heard. No, I'll take that. Didn't hear the rest. You fucker. You gotta take it. You gotta take it. You gotta take your licks. You take your licks and you move forward. You pan forward. Yeah. Chin up stuff. Tom. Chin up stuff. Chin up stuff. We're winning the comp. Ah, Tom and Eddie, punters, and it feels like another lick. Just want to preface this phone call by saying, love you, blokes, and the work that you do. Good start. But this is Simo Morris Edgel of Donald Beeman Carroll fame, Simo. and also a long-standing absolute loving member of the Big Red V. So I'm going to be blunt. Dead set in the fair income department. 80 minutes, full-time siren rings at Wing Stadium and the Ministry of Darkness music starts to play. Eddie, fucking do all that if you're not around it. But Tom, I know where you're at. The Undertaker comes out in a fucking Red V jersey and or a dirty merger fucking jersey and absolutely called by their own, any fucking chance of rings for Desi and his boys honestly Clune absolutely Alfred fucking DCE I'm not even sure who the fucking rookie was tonight the kick inside for Norman towards full time oh exquisite and the, and the points didn't even stop there <laughs> Manly were absolutely beater tonight. And fucking Dior Dave, if you're at the studio this week, He's don't not. mind the fucking tank water. I think DCE needs to be sent a software update. <laughs> not even fucking RAM 
would fix that fucking operating system. <laughs> Anyhow, <clears throat> just quickly, speaking of Dior Dave, shout out Dior Dave, hope you're well. Um, plenty of mystique surrounding uh, Dior Dave in the P's and D's. And I did some Dioring on the Dior Dave himself. Now, I know I'm right because I've actually found Dior Dave and I've seen Dior Dave and I know I'm right because the photos have been made private since a little hint in an episode a couple of weeks ago I did some Dioring. Now, Dior Dave, one question. Do you own a Gibson Explorer and do you play in a band? If I'm right, then pretty sure I've found and seen Dior Dave pretty sure. himself. So, anyhow, keep it short, 90 seconds. Hopefully I fucking made <laughs> no, the cut, whatever. Much longer than Up seconds. the fucking big red V. Fucking manly beater as fuck tonight. And uh, love your work, boys. And always. Soon. Got to take your licks, Tom. Got to Got take, to your, take licks. your licks. Now, unfortunately for you, Simon, D or Dave not here, so and he also, can't answer your question. No, he can't, but you're off. You're wrong. But he can't answer the question no, anyway. No, he can't, but I'll answer it for Dave. I think Dave's, you know, well, I don't care what Dave says. We'll answer the questions today Yeah. for Dave. Incorrect. Look, we've got a lot of people hitting us up in the inbox who think they're 100% right. And not just like, obviously, we have a pretty, you know, uh, ginormous following, I'd say. That's probably the perfect way to describe it. Ginormous. Yeah. Uh, from your punters, your dribblers, your I mean, throbbers. your throbbers. And, you know, and that's that's the, the, the dribbler on the street, the punter at the races to some of the, you know, most high-profile athletes in the land, all trying to work out who D or Dave is. And none of you, none of you know the fuck you're talking about. Look, you don't know. You don't know. I've actually been surprised by some of your confidence on the matter. Well, they start confident, but then it's like they're asking questions and they're like, if I'm, if I'm right about this guitar that he plays... Look, he doesn't play an instrument. He's also not the only person to play. Like, if even if he was, like, more than one person plays guitar, bruh. It's pretty common on pretty common instrument. Yeah, pretty common. But you take your licks, Tom. You take your lips. Uh, Maybe it... hang on to that baggy green for another week. Yeah, though. after that, fucking. Maybe hang on to it. Tom, Eddie, punters, and dribblers. San Diego dribbler here, coming to you live from the uh, whale's vagina in the dumpster fire that is the US of A. We're still stuck in ISO over here and with no end in sight. So I'm just sitting at home with a little one-year-old, just uh, passing the time, craving dribble and yarn whilst being surrounded by a bunch of seppos that don't understand rugby league. Um so I'm just deep diving 24-7 in the rugby league, just bathing in it, just to keep the mind off things and keep that uh, Aussie spirit alive while sitting in a hellhole over here. Um, got me thinking, player managers, uh, all the rumours of all players and signing with clubs and all the shit narrative going around with that stuff where they're getting their slippery little fingers involved and everything, trying to get their little percentage. Got me thinking, can we start a punter and dribblers management service? You know, we've seen the punter, power of the punter and the dribbler, um, you know, with actions of Kelly Slater, even though it hasn't happened yet. You know, good effort. No, don't say good effort, so bro. It's happening. 
first train of the year. Hopefully. But maybe we can sort of, you know, manage things in the game a little bit for the players and the best interest of them and getting them involved with great narratives, you know, bringing home old club heroes to finish their career, signing deals. So maybe the first deal we get done, just, you know, commission-free, just a little little thing to get going to show that we're serious, is can we get Nathan Cleary as the new face of Chessy Bonds? With that chin and profile, uh, you know, sitting arms folded on a three-pack of bike beaters, it's just perfect. And think of the, you know, the synergy of that little relationship. It's just something that we could get we get done pretty easily, I reckon. Look, I'm not mad at it. I know where he's coming from because the bloke who sits on the Bonds chesty singlets, right, is he's he's got a chin. You know, he's a form, it's model of a former Manly player. Is that the right? The chesty Bonds guy is a former Manly Seagull. So they've chosen the most manly, masculine person of all time to be on the chesty Bonds. I will say this though, Nathan, not blonde nor from Manly. So he's probably not going to work. No. But the chin is right. The chin is. You've got your head in the right place. Yes. You just haven't nailed it. What if we start like maybe a line of chin socks for dudes with big chins? Yeah. Like you could put a sock. It's like a beanie for your chin if you've got a chin that needs a beanie. Well, look, it, I mean. And I think that's the tagline. Let's line. be honest. Bonds has got locked down a lot of the, lot of the market, whether it be your, your, your briefs. Your trunks, your, your undies, your singos. But I want to move into a market that's untapped. Chin right? socks. Chin socks. A lot of big chins out there. A lot of great chins out there. Yeah. A lot of chins that need covering. We're yeah. in winter. It's getting colder. You know, we, we're getting below 10 degrees. The thing is, like, not everyone's going to be able to wear the chin sock, right? Like, you or I don't have the chin for a chin sock, but there are plenty of people that do. So it's a sock for your chin if you need one, you know? Mate, it's, it's, it's made for people that need one, and yeah. there isn't a product on the market for people with elite chins. Yeah. So I need socks. That need socks. So I'm looking at it going, this is a no-brainer. We get Nathan, we get Volkanovsky, and we go, boys, we've got a new line of chin socks, socks for your chin. Yeah. Get you through the winter. Yeah. Because we know them things are getting chilly. They're getting, you mean, look, your icicles on them, bro. Yeah. You can't have that. You can't have that. Socks for your chins. Chin socks. Socks for your chin. If that's, if that's what you had in mind when you called the dribbler hotline, if, that, if that's where you saw it going... The punter and the dribbler creating a new line of chin socks for people with the late chins. Yeah, then you then, absolutely yeah, nailed. Yeah, there you go. Your dr- dreams come true. <laughs> um, now, hey boys, uh, San Diego dribbler here again. It was my first time dribble, thought I'd sneak in a second one. Uh, as mentioned, yeah, I live over here now. I, you know, I spent my formative years on the Gold Coast and been watching the Titans suck, but you know they're getting a bit of form. But prior to living on the Gold Coast, I, you know, I was born and kind of grew up in the Penshurst area in Sydney. Shout out to Penshurst. And uh, because of that, all I have to say is, oh, when the Saints go marching in. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Valet Les, Valet Manly. Fuck you. Couple of licks tonight, bro. Yeah, we're getting our licks. Almost more than when we, probably deservedly more than Newcastle. Wait, well, we won the Newcastle game. Yeah, we won the Newcastle game. You know. Coppin Licks. Last one. I think. Maybe two more, actually. Boys, Tom, Eddie. Uh, quick shout-out, puns, dribblers. Big Tasty, Tasty Boys. And uh, the fucking Freddy Krueger of the Hello Sport. Uh, sleep dribbler. Anyway, uh, two things quickly. Uh, first is lol about Manly, obviously. Get that out of the way. Licks galore. And then number two, uh, long time, first time. Been listening for a while. And my favourite discovery of my whole Hello Sport journey has been the 
term, the goo. It's perfect for so many people in my life, and it makes me chuckle every time I say it. So I was just wondering, from your point of view, uh, I was thinking, who would you put in your all Magoo 13? Uh, it can be from different sports if you need to, like Novak and the others, but all Magoo 13. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Well, fucking halfback is Michael Voss. Vossi. Yeah, has to be. And Andrew all, Voss, sorry. And all Magoo 13. Oh. Jesus Christ, this won't be easy. No. We'll do our best here. Uh, let's start from fullback, although we know Vossi is captain and halfback and coach. Well, okay, where do you put Novak? Dangly, sort of rangy bloke. Probably put, put Novak on, on the, the wing. wing. Yeah, Novak's yeah. on the wing. Novak on the wing. Um, Benny Eichen's probably a fullback. Yeah, I'll put Benny. Well, he played in the halves, though. Did he? he? Maybe Benny at 5'8". I Benny can't remember five, what yeah, Benny played. He was a, I'm pretty sure he was in the halves. Benny at 5'8". Vossi at 7". Joker at, at fullback. Uh, uh, no, Joker on the wing. Joker on the wing, rather. Uh, Sam Thide's got to be in there. <laughs> Sam Thide's in the back row. Uh, where did we put? Where do we put um, the 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 leg spinner that fucking that never was? Shane's understudy. Oh, McGill. Where's Fuck, McGill? McGill's on there as well. Is McGill, is McGill, does McGill play lock? No, I think I'm almost going to put McGill at 14, not even in the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McGill doesn't make another side. No. McGill's at 14. Bra- um, Bradbury? Bradbury, yeah, but, I mean, he's Magoo, but it's almost like... He's so Magoo. He's meant to be Magoo, right? Like, in terms of he was in a Magoo sport and he was Magoo, that he won in a Magoo way. Yeah, he's got to be in there, doesn't he? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's Captain Coach. Yeah. Well, do we want to put Bradbury in a hooker? Yeah, yeah. He can, he, yeah, uh, play him at rake, that's Yeah, fine. yeah, dummy half. Mm. Um, Who else is a bit Magoo? It's a good question. It's a good question. And we're probably going to have to answer this. Well, we'll try and answer as many as we can, and then we might even put it to a P's and D's uh, yeah, yeah. poll on the P's and D's. I know there's page. tennis players that are Magoo. Yeah, there's definitely tennis players that are Magoo, but it's just trying to remember exactly who they are or like the ones that take themselves too seriously. Gil McLaughlin, is he on there? <laughs> Gil, poor old Gil. <laughs> Gil's on. Gil's on there. Gil's a second roller. <laughs> yeah. Whack an 11 on him or a yeah. 12. Yeah. 100%. 100%. He looks like quite a big boy. Well, he's tall. So maybe he's... I mean, that's. I'm thinking of a rugby union for second roller there, tall. But, you know... Like, I don't mind him in the back row. Yeah, let's have him there at second <laughs> row. He's not going to do any damage on no, the edges. he's not going to do any damage on the edges. Um, Soccer... Oh. It's so hard to think of Magoo's on the spot. It's so hard to think of Magoo's on the spot. Um, I'd like to see Jeff Horn in there. Yes. Yes. I'd like to see Jeff there. Maybe Jeff can play in the centres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Put him in there. Three or four. Throw him in. He's in the centres, Jeff. Yeah, (laughs) Jeff. Yep. Um, I'm thinking of actually shifting. What about about, um, um, the swimmer, Mac Horton? Oh, Mac. (laughs) Mac's in the centres. (laughs) Well, Mac could be on the other wing. He's a big, tall fella. Maybe he's in the forwards. I don't know, but he's in there. Mac, Mac, does Mac truck nut? Yeah, Mac might be in the. <laughs> Mac might be a back rower. Yeah, happy with that. Um, he's definitely in there, Mac. <laughs> Holy shit, Cadell Evans. Oh, Cadell, <laughs> yes, Cadell's in there. Cadell, you'll just you'll go where you put. I don't know where that is at the moment. It's close to track. Yeah, 
I don't know. But you're in the team. You're in the side. You made it. Congratulations. You're don't in. worry about that. Um, Lucas Neal. Well, yeah, but no. Like he, no. He, There's almost just not enough about him. <laughs> He's got nothing. Surely there's some Olympians where you're doing it once every four years. Oh, yeah. I mean, Hooker who, is a little magoo. Who was hair. the Who was the Walker? Oh, poor. Yeah, you know what? I feel sorry for her because she lost. Anyone who's a professional walker is in the side. Let's just do that. Anyone who's represented the country at walking, you're in. <laughs> I don't have to think about no, it. No, no, no. You're in. You're, you're in. in. You've started. You're in. Um, David Warner. Yeah. David. COVID Warner. He COVID Warner. COVID, yeah, yeah. Warner, COVID Warner is Warner. in. Yeah. Pre COVID, David Warner is in. Put a 13 on there. his back. Yeah. Pre-COVID Warner's in there. He's in the 13. Um, Smudge is in there. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, of course he is. Of course he is. Love him. Love him. Love him, but as if he's not in there. He's in the Magoo 13. Of course he is. Jesus. Look, cricketers have got... There's a... I think you could go to the well plenty of times on Plenty of times. Shitloads of them. It's a tough one, though. That 13 is going to be red hot. I can't wait to get that up on the piece. Look, punters and jibblers, I think we've done a pretty good job, to be honest. I don't know if we've made 13 or not, but we're going to need to throw it over to you guys. Look, fill in, the, fill in the pieces. It's late on a Monday night. We're going yeah. the big lift for you guys, and I think that we've done enough. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, great dribble. I'm going to save it. Great dribble. The Goo 13, I love that. And now we've got one more. One more. Here we go. Uh, hello, uh, Dominetti. Hello, P's and D's. That's the hitman here. Just, just a quick one this week. Thought I'd call in to um, let you know that um, Wild Charlie Staines has probably the best uh, rugby league name for a debutant this year. Uh, it is worth mentioning his dad's name, Shane, with a Y. Shane Staines. <laughs> Hitman, welcome back. Oh, that was terrific. Shane Staines. Shout out to Shane Staines. Listen, bit of, you know, full circle about that because uh, Charlie was the first topic on our uh, order of service from a sporting perspective. Shane Staines is a phenomenal name. Uh, I, I, If I was to hazard a guess, Eddie, Shane probably had a storied Bush footy career that just never took off. And well, now he's seeing well, it happen I've, in the. You I know, think. Well, I think it took off in in bush footy circles. Yeah, but not in the NRL. He, he didn't, didn't get to the big smart. No, but he's passed on enough of his genes to his boy Charlie, the the lockjaw. Yeah. Look, um, look, I think Shane Staten was one of the toughest to ever do it. Yeah. Uh, I think he's. There's plenty. It'd be more yarns than you could bloody poke a stick at out in bush footy territory. Yeah. From Shane Staines. Yeah, yeah, name about town. Everyone knew Shane. Got a Y in his name, which is always nice. Well, led with the Y, Tom. Yeah. Led with the Y. Yeah. And pass it on to his son. And 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 like many great Shane Staines out there, you know, yeah. good, good bush footy The stock, Shane Staines of the world. They've got a bit of lockjaw about him. Yeah, they do. They've got a little bit of lockjaw about yeah. him. And he's passed that on to his boy. Yeah. And I think that's what you're saying. Just would have, just would have hoped or would have liked... Shane will have been quicker on the hose. That's that's, that's all we it. can say. That's it. That's all we can say. Good um, dribble. Great dribble. Thanks, Hitman. Good to see you back on the hotline, bruh. Uh, that's it from us.
That's it. It's obviously we're continuing our quest to get the one and only Kelly Slater. We're still in touch. Uh, I still confident that it's going to happen, Eddie. Just cont- as as it seems to go, we have to continue on this uh, pressuring of Kelly. But we're still talking to Look, him. Look, we've been here before. And dialogue's still open. Put it this way, punters and dribblers. We're still talking. Yes. There's still open dialogue. If he had just stopped responding at this point, then we'd be in you know panic stations. At this point, though, still still in dialogue. So we'll, you know, until that time, Kelly on route. Reach out, Kel. Um, obviously, once again, to our to our darling supporters, baggycaps.com.au, the only place to get your baggy caps uh, unless you're a terrorist. And I don't think, you know, I'm sure we've got a few terrorists listening, but predominantly not terrorists. So if you like baggy caps, you love your country, you love cricket, you love baggy caps, baggycaps.com.au. It's a no-brainer. It's pretty simple, right? See above. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See Eddie's head for bag for all your baggy cap. See needs. above. I look terrific. You know I do. Yeah, he looks. He looks a million. That's bucks. the baggy difference, punters yeah. and jibblers. That's the difference. The difference is tangible. You can feel it. You can touch it. Yep. Uh, Vale Chumpy Pullen. Vale Chumpy Pullen. Very sad to hear that. That was heavy. Very heavy, uh, mate. Obviously, you know, a Winter Olympian, flag bearer for the nation, a good, honest, hardworking Australian. He'll be, he's a big loss to yeah. the sporting world. He's heavy. a big loss to the country. It's heavy. It's one of those reminders, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck, life can be pretty pretty gnarly. Yep, exactly. Obviously, condolences to his family and his girlfriend. Tough times. But, mate, you lived a good 32 years or whatever it was. You got a lot out of it. You got a lot out of it. You squeezed it well, bro. Yeah. So, he got know. more in one year. Yeah. Life-wise, living. Yeah. Adrenaline. He got some living done, which yeah. I like to see. Exactly. I like to see some living done. Exactly. Taken too early, but got, got some... He, got, he lived life to the fullest. He got a good bit of living done. And had one of the great sort of sporting names. One of the great sporting names. Chumpy Pullen. Yeah, who was a snowboarder and carved. Yeah, exactly. So, mate, terrific. World champ. So, Vale, brother. Vale, that's it for another week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Be you soon. Be you soon. Could you two just not talk anymore?